Um, welcome to Rantcast, everybody. Uh, the AOS show about everything adjacent to AOS and, and all the things between. I am Mr. Mephisto, the man with every opinion unlocked in the achievements menu. Uh, joining me tonight, we actually have two uh, special guests. You've both been on the show, actually, uh, a couple times each, I think, at this point. might be This might be three, three and three now. Rivaling uh, Hobby Bear himself, uh, Brendan Melnick. So... <coughs> So on my left, uh, you've got Moose Geek, uh, Bryce. Uh, I'm going to say hello to folks. Hi, everyone. everyone. Odin's here, too. Odin. Odin the Corgi. Uh, adorable tricolor, just like uh, just like my Corgi. Um, I've got the Mochi Cam up. She is, She's out of it. She's sleeping. Um, <laughs> she's an old dog. And then, uh, and then rock in the middle there, you've got, you've got Andrew Yells. Andrew, how's it doing? how are you doing tonight, man? It's doing well. Very well. I'm reading the Zinch book. Reading the Zinch book. I, you actually like reading it a little bit off, off stream. Care to share any of your your insights, uh, your quick, your quick uh, one second hot takes on on what you're reading so far? Yeah, I love all of these uh, sub factions. Are good. They also love a 42 inch unbind from the command trait. But then you look at these battalions, and if they want you to take other battalions, they should make them not suck because only <laughs> change host is good. <laughs> See that's that's the thing. The only oh, thing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna heal D three screamers. <laughs> You're gonna heal D three D three I D three death deepkin surfboards. You mean? And my screamers are gonna unbind you. Man, no, I um, the only thing I'm I'm really I care to comment on now. We're still pre uh, we're still pre FAQ right now. The only thing I care to comment on as far as Zinch is, I find it odd that most other armies were told, no, you can't do the old thing. And Zinch is the one where they're like, yeah, man, just swap out uh, Flamers for your old Skyfires and you're good, dude. Keep playing Changos. Nothing ever changes. In, in the army called the with the Changer of Ways as the like leader of it. Like, ugh. Like yeah, I'm about to sit. I gotta sit with this book because I played the old book over the weekend. So right, right. So that'll actually be a nice little transition right in. So uh, tonight we're gonna be talking. Uh, we're gonna be talking tournaments. Uh, we're gonna be talking uh, a lot about Midwest tournaments, uh, past, present, and future. Um, the best tournaments. The best. By the by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all uh, the haters out there who don't know. Right, right. So, so Midwest actually, actually, I think has. I am very fortunate to ha just happen to be from the Midwest, live in the Midwest. Um, we've got a lot of great tournaments. We certainly have, like, just talking enough with the community now. I mean, we, we could probably, if you tried, go to a tournament a month uh, and not have to drive more than maybe, like, six hours, seven hours. Like, it, we're really fortunate. Um, which is where, like, PACA is, like, one of the first tournaments that was on my radar. Obviously, Adepticon is, like, on everyone's radar. But I almost consider that, like, it takes place around Chicago, I consider that like an international tournament. I think most others would agree. Uh, even though it's here, it's it's. I don't really claim it as ours. You know, it's everybody's now. Yeah. Um, and uh, PACA was then one of the first on my radar. Uh, that was basically the first tournament I would have had the opportunity to go right when I got into AOS, which is like sort of November, December area uh, before the LON Tome came out, right? Uh, way missed it. Didn't even have a model painted yet. Hell, I barely had some p bought. But, like, you, you start looking, like, oh, these are tournaments I can go to. So, I, Paco was, like, one of the first ones. Um, you know, fast you know, fast forward a few years for me, um, you know, I missed the sort of my second opportunity to go to Paco. Just, 
Uh, if you follow the stream for any any degree of time, if you if you listen to me, I had some pretty I had a pretty rough mental health patch there. Um, one of those sort of seasonal depression compiled with like my my general layoff angst, and I just didn't feel like going anywhere. I didn't feel like talking to people. I kind of shut down, and and I've been kicking myself for just one entire calendar year since then. Uh, so it it was my goal this year uh, to make it to PACA. It just so happens that's the last pack I would ever have the opportunity to go to. This was the last pack anyone, in fact, would have the opportunity to go to. Um, and it sort of coincided with other goals I have, which is, you know, Osiric Bone Reapers came out uh, for me personally, Andrew, John, Vernon, Heggie, uh, in October. Uh, GW sent me a letter. They're like, hey, dude, we're releasing an army for you. And I'm like, cool, awesome. I hope it's bone-related <laughs> bone and Nagash is good in it. Uh, I just got that same letter. Yeah you, got the, yeah, you got that yeah. same letter. Yeah, did you? What, what, was your, what was your letter about? Oh, they said you want a guy with really cool pants. He's coming. <laughs> oh, so like, hey Bryce, uh, you know, GW, your your old bro, G Dubs here. Uh, we we made an army just for you, man. Uh, please look forward. They to said, I hear you like pants. I hear you like pointy ears. Mm. We got you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that people are are like getting the shit they love in this game. But yeah, my um my goal that coincided with you know so Osiric Bone Reapers come out. I'm like, you know what? I'm having these guys done for Paca. <clears throat> No question, like, and it was a delicate dance because I've traditionally been a paint to get it to the table. I had also committed to, you know, hashtag getting good at hobby. So, like, rushing and being good at hobby aren't two things that really line up. So, my solution, naturally, was to just not sleep for, for like, ten days <laughs> and just, like, paint 14 hours a day for ten days straight. So, if you... We're watching uh, your Twitter feed at any at any point in the last like the last ten days. You just saw me twelve hour page stream, twelve hour page stream, twelve hour page stream. So I was just live with all the hobby hangouts. We had lots of chat gang showing up, helping me out get through uh, get through a lot of that grind. And I am still not done. I uh, I didn't get five ponies done for for uh, Paca, so I was actually running a list at eighteen ten instead of at two k. <laughs> Uh, and no I was than that, right? Because you took that garbage purple sun. I took a hundred and thirty points of endless spells that are not in my my actual list, not in the list I submitted uh, for for list submission because uh, I couldn't. I knew I couldn't paint the last ten more tech guard. I just knew going into it. I'm like, I'm like about like because I I had a little I had a little like itinerary. I mapped out how much I think I can paint. I I like. Added 50% of the time because I know I suck and I'm slow. So I'm like, okay, I think I can paint like, you know, I can get, I can prime everything this day. I can do bases this day. I can get this money painted this day, so on and so forth. And like, I actually mapped it out like that. And for the most part, I kept to that schedule. And then the goddamn Packers ruined my Sunday. <laughs> I fell behind. And I said on Twitter out loud that if I miss Packer by one, if I miss finishing my army by one day... To, because I watched that Packer game, I'm going to be very upset. So, uh, you know, I miss basically if I had had if I had painted all day Sunday instead of like a Packer party, uh, I'd have I'd have I'd have nailed it. I'd have been right there. But uh, I'm not upset. I I still went three and two. Uh, I had a great time. Um, I may I, I like to think I I solidified some relationships with two friends I already had. I made two new friends, and then uh, I got revenge on an old. Uh, Old book that used to give me some hard time when I first started playing Nagash, which is KO. So, great weekend for me. Um, but more importantly, it was the 
achievement for me. This this personal goal, this personal like it was weird walking into a tournament without any agenda to like win it all or walk away with a trophy or go three and two or like I had none of those goals. Because making it there with the army I dedicated myself to was the goal. Um and so for me it was just like it was awesome. This is an awesome event. Um and uh, I guess Andrew, I'm going to ask you how what you, you just kind of general. We'll go specifics on your on your recap in a minute. And then Bryce, I want you to give us a little bit of a history lesson of Paca. Maybe you can fill in some of the mysticism that I've surrounded the uh, the tournament with uh, with with some reality. <laughs> well, well, you had a fine goal. Mine was to win. <laughs> and uh, and you did win some stuff. Yes, I won everything I intended to win. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> maybe we'll come back to that in a minute but uh for those of you who, who may not know or haven't caught some previous rant cast with andrew yells he's a little bit of a hobby hero actually both of these gentlemen are, are two of my personal hobby heroes guys i asked advice on, on things um you sort of I do two up... things yeah <laughs> you, you do you do you do two, two things what are the two things you do man i paint and fuck <laughs> and i'm all out of fuck <laughs> yeah yes uh, exact by the way the exact words he said accepting his two paint trophies um at the event which was just man it was epic yeah man what i just i, I know i'm kind of going in circles here but what a great tournament um to just like everybody's got a pack of story when you start going to midwest tournaments everybody you know um you know whether it's one of my favorite ones it's not my story story to share but there's a rule in the pack uh about where where it is appropriate to vomit and how you can lose sport, sports score um you know based on one of our great our great tournament players in the midwest scene here uh but like everyone's got a pack of story and you're like i need a pack of story you're like i want you know and you're just like so it was a uh, it was just this again it was this 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 tent pole moment for me this 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 absolute like major thing that i had to go to before it's gone um and uh don't despair. There might be a, there might be some sort of a, a, a resurgence, a regeneration, perhaps. I think Bryce is going to spend uh, one command point and maybe bring it back on a grave site. Uh, He's going to heal these days. Holy within yeah. nine inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, holy within nine inches of the grave site, uh, more than nine inches away from uh, enemies. But uh, we we're, we might see it back. But maybe you uh, might know a little bit more about like sort of origins of PACA, uh, and why it is this prolific Wisconsin event. You care to take us through a little bit of that, Bryce? Yeah, so I I haven't attended it as long as a lot of people have. I This would, would have been my third PACA this year, um, but in my in my quest to see if there was a future for PACA, I was able to learn a bit more about it and, and some of the, the history and just like Camaraderie, camar- I can't say that word. Say it for me, Andrew. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yes. Oh, which it <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did that. <laughs> um, ah. so, so this was the 11th Wapaka, mm-hmm. um, and it cycled between two different locations, and we were back at the original location that they first started at. And uh, 
I always actually until this year thought that it was it was always Raj who who put on this wonderful show, but I learned that it was actually Bear who started the whole thing. Okay. Um, so I think that that gets that gets uh, lost in the history books, but no longer. So Bear came up. It's funny hearing him talk about. It. He said, "I had this really good idea for a terrible pun, and it was Wapaka, and it <laughs> took me three years to actually commit to running the tournament." So. Uh, Bear started it, and they just wanted to to do something to get their friends together, have a good time, and drink a bunch of beer. And I think you you can tell. I think the the joy and the commitment to the pun. I don't know <laughs> where Bear is from, but I know that Raj is from Stevens Point because I gamed with him when I was thirteen. Yeah. So they drove to a separate city outside yep. of Nine Inches <laughs> to do this tournament for the name. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Bear lived in Eau Claire for a while. I think that they started oh, it when they were in college. And, dude, I went uh, to a college in Eau Claire. That's awesome. That's that, that's a little bit. The world's a lot smaller go. than you think, right? Like, oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, so continue. Like, yeah, so they 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 let. So they actually like they they had the idea for the pun of Wapaka, and so they 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 went yep. to Wapaka to have it. <laughs> that makes it even better. Like, man. So I guess we'll, like one of the one of the hot things, and we might go into we're gonna go into it a little bit later, but I might as well tease it right now. Um, it Paca, this might have been the last Paca, but this is not the last time Wapaca, the city of, is going to see a tournament, is it, Bryce? Uh, it is not. Yes, okay. that was. And maybe we we save that for the end of the. We of might the have to save for the end, but like, man, I hope you have a good pun to come up uh, to, to compete <laughs> with this because. I know I'm not great at puns, so I feel like I'm gonna let the world down You're with that. Let the but, world down with that. You yeah. know, I have. For those who know me uh, and know my certain passions for some things, I think that they'll understand the name when it's time to to say what that might be. Right, right, right. We'll 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 tease it a little longer. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, this isn't a slut slash uh, rant cast, but I think we can edit it. <laughs> yeah, edit just keep bit. listening. Just keep listening. We'll All right, <laughs> we'll give you details on that. Yeah. So so you had this history and like. Um, you know, so I, I got a lot of history. From one of my, my uh, third round opponent was uh, John Wenger, uh, Sir Wenger, the the king of Paca, uh, <laughs> on account of being the uh, I guess the only person who made all eleven. Uh, Alex missed one. Oh, shame, shame. But uh, yeah, so Wenger, he was telling me that like, um, like he was sort of telling me about like sort of the camaraderie and stuff like that, and and uh, you know, in my mind, it. I have to like remind myself. Eleven years. That means this this started pre AOS. This was, okay. would have been a Warhammer Fantasy Battle tournament. Um, did it start out? Do you know dedicated Warhammer Fantasy Battle, or do they have a couple other games? It was solely dedicated to Warhammer Fantasy for a long time, okay. and then um, when AOS happened, they they kind of threw in some other stuff and tried to make that work. And actually, one of my favorite memories from Wapaka was three years ago they had a random team tournament okay. so you brought a 1k list and there was 30 people or whatever it was in the room and you got randomly paired and played a doubles game um in three 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 games of that and that's how i met steve herner and got introduced to holy wars and i mean you get randomly that, paired each game yeah each game you got a new partner so like if you won you got paired with someone else who won and it was just like just a wacky weird way to play but <laughs> super cool because you, you know you you just get to meet people that way and you're forced to interact with them um for those who might not be so socially inclined but i mean that that moment really was the moment that kind of set me on the path that i'm on because 
uh, you know, I, I just lost my friend and I was super reserved and I got to meet Steve and just made me feel so much more welcome. And like, it was just a great moment. And for that, I will ever be thankful for that. Um, while pack a moment. So, um, yeah, it's just, there's like, there's so many people who have stories about it too. And I think one thing that they did that was cool was in the beginning, Raj went around the room to each of the clubs that was there and made someone share their favorite story from Wapaka. So people who it was their first time or people who have been there nine, 10 times all got to hear about the crazy stuff that's happened. And just, you can just see, and, and when people remember things from 10 years ago and have all these great memories, it's like, that's gotta, that's gotta be what we're in this for. Right. So let's keep it that's going. Right. That's right. I like, I, I, I don't, okay. I do remember a lot of my really great wins and some of my great losses, but <laughs> But the it's the memories that really have lasted, you know, my short, my sh relative short compared to everybody else's AOS sort of tournament career. Um, it it's it's been the memories that like I walk away from these tournaments, and it just seemed like, I mean, eleven years that's a lot of memories, just um, piling up. And I have to say, I didn't, I I can't talk to the uh, previous venues, but I actually really enjoyed this venue. Um, it was a little wonky that, like, the, the, the gaming hall was detached from the main hotel, but, like, it was just a walk away, you know, like a short yeah, jaunt. Like, crossing a driveway. Yeah, you cross a driveway, like, so it wasn't, like, that far, and uh, I didn't mind that, but, man, I've never slept as well as I did in that hotel, so I don't know if that had something to do with, <laughs> I like, I, I'm an insomniac. I went, I went to bed Saturday night, and I don't know if it was all the painting catching up with me. Or, like, I was sleeping like a baby because I knew I was on Ulgu tomorrow morning and I had an uh, Umbral Spell Portal <laughs> with me. Like, which is just like, oh, like, if you ever want to sleep, don't count sheep. Just know that you're going to be playing uh, in Ulgu with an Umbral Spell Portal and Hand of Dust and you're just going to... Just best sleep, best insomnia cure ever. Uh, like, I, I just... I don't know. I, I, went, I went to sleep. I was out. Woke up at 6 a.m. and I felt like an adult. I got coffee before all the kids came in because I guess there was, like, a hockey game or something. Uh, and, uh, and then, like, people slowly filtered in. Like, it was just, like, man, again, like, that there were even games going on was just, like, this bonus. It was just, I, it was everything I, I wanted. Everything I needed was this, just this, this sort of deep exhale moment of Age of Sigmar before we ramp into this huge, uh, tournament season. So, um, I guess with that, uh, anything to add to the history of the PACA, the, the lineage, the... Memories, like I said, I think everyone's got their own stories, and uh, and uh, I think we'll get to have yet another chapter in this in this in this story <laughs> in this novel uh, that is the tournament scene in the sleepy little town of Wapaka, Wisconsin. But more on that later. Anything else to add to it? No, I think that's you know that it sells the whole event, right? Just a weekend right. of fun and activities in the town that has not much else to offer. Right. <laughs> Right, and it does. It is a town of a of one, but one Taco Bell, <laughs> which we discovered. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Andrew, why don't you, uh, why don't you take me through your pack experience? Is this your first one, or have you been to to ones before? Uh, I went to pack last year with Hey Woe. Yeah, this is the one I backed out of like a coward. Yeah, we um, just went in at the at the last minute. It was a good time. He had stayed up all night making a display board and objectives because he didn't do that. Mm -hmm. it, it was a choice uh so we didn't sleep all night and 
and that was a good time. Uh, so this year he slept well, and you kind of took up that mantle of painting all night and whatnot. Right. right. So nope. we rolled in Friday night. We came to pick you up from Chipoygan, and the weather was horrible. It took us to get there from Madison, Wisconsin. Took us what was it five hours? We left around six. Got yeah. Five, yeah was... Got the bed at eleven. If if I may, I feel like the weather's part of the experience. I feel like you're lying to people when you go to like. Hey, sorry, no. sorry, Hobbyberry. See you there, Chad. But when you go to Brew City, you're getting like you're getting sold a little bit of a fabrication of what Wisconsin is is like. Yeah. Like I just that that like that uh. <laughs> oh Lord, I hate the weather. <laughs> I love it. I love the the driving through the snow and like and then you you go outside and there's just like snow everywhere. My favorite two seasons are are fall and winter, by the way. So I'm I'm yeah, a weirdo. Somebody else is driving. It's fine. But like, <laughs> if somebody else is driving, I mean, I mean uh, by all means, you know, be safe and, and safety is certainly a concern. But when you step outside, and you're holding your display board, you look around, and there's just like snow everywhere. You breathe in deep. You're like, I'm about to go protect the wall, like baby, like <laughs> bring on the White Walkers, and then like you go and push tiny men around on a table. It has this epic feel to it for me. Maybe it well, doesn't for everybody else. Canadians chat, and they're we're, they're all Southerners to them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I I liked I liked the weather and and the, it was like uh, the snow getting there was a real problem. I know we we had a couple incidents with some with some folks and I I know they're they're fine now and I hope that there's long term fine too. Um, but like you know once we were there it was just like it was pristine and clear and just like perfect little sheet of snow uh, like a couple oh, like yeah. like six inches or more of snow on the ground and then it was just just winter you know um and you're gaming uh it also feels like a nice little like kickoff to the tournament season too like with you that's sort of you're nestled right in kind of the yeah. beginning month and uh, i went up with um well he didn't come with us but one of my friends since we were 13 years old who we played warhammer back when we were 13 mike came up for his first tournament and he was concerned about playing tournament games and getting his skellies moved in a timely manner. So he was practicing and timing his deployments this previous week so he could make sure he could give everybody a good game. And he just had a blast. So he came up too, and his folks live in Wapaka now. We both grew up at Stevens Point. So we were about 20 minutes out from Stevens Point probably. So his folks live out there, so I get to stay with them and catch up with them. And it was just all real cozy. So that was our Friday night rolling up. And uh, then we... Yeah, we came in Saturday morning, saw everybody. The hotel was packed. Everybody's in there chatting with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was like I remember just like getting hug fatigue from hugging. Like <laughs> everyone in that room is somebody I I knew uh, from all the tournaments, or like people I like knew of that I was like I would go on to like you know like Wenger. I I'd seen him around. Like you see the NWO shows everywhere. And then it's like, oh, okay, you're that one. Like, I've talked to on Twitter. And, like, okay, cool, yeah, now I know. And, um, like, being able to, like, you get a lot of that in a lot of the tournaments. But, like, a couple of these, these like, Wisconsin dedicated ones are really, like, the ones where I'm like, oh, yeah, I literally know everybody here, you know. And that that's kind of cool for me. But but part of the, the Wisconsin trope is that, like, we're really nice and, you know. Yeah. Well. And the, the tournament is also weighted heavily towards sports and paint. Yes. So yeah. nobody's coming in trying to be whack, trying to be a dick. Except for you. 
Um, <laughs> stuff for you, uh, you you freaking cheater. So so it was uh, pack, man. Painting <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> Painting at all costs. Um, no, you My had marriage. Th- oh, it's shot. <laughs> <laughs> Painting. Um, <laughs> uh, no, you, you you came in with uh, with Zinch. Um, this is a project yes, you actually you actually started a little bit before. Uh, Old Zinch. Yeah. Yeah, I started around December. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you were you were kicking around the idea, I think, as early as November. I know we'd had maybe one conversation about it or a little bit yeah, after. Yeah, I had the models assembled and primed, and I had played when I lived with Joe and just, like, Zinch Mortals and stuff. Right, right. No, Um. so, yeah, you had Zinch ready to go, ready to be uh, to finally uh, become a filth player and give into your, your dark side. Yeah. Um, but Paco was using... Um, their cutoff was... Uh, you know, before the Zinch book and and stuff like that, so we didn't get we didn't get into like new Zinch, new change host. It no. was old old, old Zinch, um, but you still found a way to cheat anyway, which is play your Umbral spell portal <laughs> wrong all week all weekend. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> so I feel I don't know why everybody laughs. So I don't know why it took five opponents. I got to game five before I was informed I was cheating. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite response was when you went up and told Butcher and said, oh, I cheated the whole time, man. And he's like, yeah, are you just trying to make me feel worse or be more of a dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I see, I didn't know you didn't know it was changed. Like it was like one of the first AOS, like AOS 2.0 no, came out. Uh, Six Nations tournament came out, and it was just like all the pro players, or no. like pro and level gonna, players. I'm not going to blame Rules Float or anything. I, I just missed it. And... <laughs> no, it so like... I got all my FAQs, and I typed up all the FAQs, and I did it before the new book because I thought the FAQs might disappear. So I typed everything up because I know Zinch, you got to like search for. And I got all my War Scrolls, got all the old War Scrolls already. And then uh, you're like. No, dude, of course you can't put two spells through the Umbral spell portal. You couldn't do that like two years ago. <laughs> and for some reason, I didn't ever know this. I'd never played with it before. Well, like, so, you asked me a question about, about it, and I thought you were talking about the predatory spell interaction. Because, so this predatory spell, if it ends its movement within the Umbral spell portal, I think it's 12 mm-hmm. inches, it's going to bounce to the other side of the spell portal, but then it gets set up on the other side and doesn't yeah. move to trigger any of the effects that need you to move with it so like i thought that's what you were asking me about like umbral spellboard i'm like oh yeah dude like no it doesn't work that way i had no idea that like multiple spells was just like i like for me it was just like it was always changed that way like we had this one short window nagash players and like uh i guess seraphon abused it too we had this one brief window where we were just like whipping eight spells a turn through the spell portal and then, like, immediately the first FAQ that season was like, no, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I had, like, no idea. And, of course, it's buried in the Malign Spellportance FAQs, not <laughs> Army, GHB, like, none of that stuff. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. I... Oh, man. Yeah, here, here's my list to build my list writing hand, far removed from the pulse <laughs> of the community, apparently. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, you had, uh, you had five games. Uh, you, do you remember your first round opponent? Yeah, the first person you cheated out of a win, <laughs> Blake Sowie. This was cool because his wife uh, used to ride horse with my sister-in-law, so we figured that out because he was from Viroqua, Wisconsin. Or he's in lacrosse. She was from Viroqua, 
so we got to chat in a bit. He was on Corn. I'm on Zinch. Um, so my list was old school. Let's see, old school change host. Uh, three horrors or three pink horrors. Three brimstone horrors. Gaunt summoner. Lord of change. Blue scribes. That's it. And a shitload of endless spells. Right. Uh, purple sun. Darkfire demon rift. Geminids. A ravenix gnashing jaws. Umbral spell portal. R.I.P. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one more pendulum. Yeah, you had the you had the filthy uh, Damon. Yeah, Rift. yeah. Um. So anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> I'm just whipping endless spells every direction. More than one through the spell portal. I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> no idea. Uh, my opponent's like, "Oh, cool, man. That's pretty good." And. <laughs> And uh, so then, yeah, the the purple sun man, yeah, fucking thing sucks. <laughs> See, I we have two different. Let me jump ahead to game five, and I will tell you my running total for the tournament. I rolled one hundred and ten dice, attempting okay. to slay individual models with the purple sun. Okay, and I killed ten models over the tournament with that. See, I, seven of which were in the final game. I think I rolled it over a total of like uh, sixty uh, models, and I killed like twenty. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate but that I, thing. That's the thing is like you, you like purple, purple sun. Uh, here's our first rabbit hole. I think of the day. Um, purple sun is 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 a main deck sideboard. If that makes sure. sense, it's not a spell you want in every list. If you're allowed sideboard points, it's one of those things you throw in the sideboard of every list. If you have a spellcaster that can reliably land that eight, because it just it's not good until it's great. When you're like when you end up fighting like fire slayers or uh, even like orcs, you're like okay, yeah, let's go. Um, you know, uh, if you fight gits, where you're just gonna suffer through those like penalties to hit them, and you might as well just smash it into a yeah. a, a carpet of them, then it's really cool. All of those situations, it's just it's just useless. And the blowback factor is usually pretty, pretty threatening for yourself, because you're always going to do that thing where you like crash it into thirty of their models, kill two of them, yeah. and it's going to bounce back on you. And it's well, in this particular iteration of Siege, you want your stuff to die anyway, because then you can right. project power in other places on the board with your blue horror summoning. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, it, like Purple Sun again. It's one of those spells that like, it's it's awesome, and that's why like I've said every time I've cast it. It's been like whipping a hand grenade. I've had a blast, but I never. I don't cast it every game. I cast it. I I cast it twice all weekend. Yeah. Like five games. I cast it twice, um, and it just sat on my my sideboard most of it. Yeah. Um. When I that last time I took it to a tournament was like Nashcon. I think I cast it twice at Nashcon. Um. You it, like it, again? It's not the sort of thing you want in every list, but um, when you do get the opportunity to cast it, it's in the well, right situation. I just put it in the middle of the board to block a route. It's good for blocking. So I use it in that game for blocking. Failed to kill a bunch of Blood Warriors. Failed to kill a bunch of uh, uh, Wrathmongers. Mm-hmm. So, and, but he put his... Um, he had a flying Blood Secretor banner, and he put him on the middle. There was a giant towering rock in the middle, and he flew to the top of it and planted the banner. And I had to re-roll everything. It was horrible. Uh, the, yeah, and the, the skulls were wrecking me too, and 
he finally he I killed a bunch of stuff. He came in, he kept killing me on my points. Um I used mirror pool with the gaunt summoner and then started summoning a new army on the other side. He got to my gaunt summoner, he killed it. I thought it was over, but I just squeaked it out at the end with that one. So with you the had bunch a, of summon at the end so, it swamped so, an objective. So if you weren't like cheating with your spell portal, do you think you would have lost that game? No. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> So that was game one. What was game two like? <laughs> I would have just summoned. I would have just summoned uh, a couple of spells slightly closer and blocked the way, and killed a little bit less. So, uh, so game two. Then I was up against flesh eater courts, and then this was uh, Bryce saw me in this situation. So I don't eat breakfast. I fast every day, and so I usually eat around eleven thirty at my job. And so it was coming up on noon. So I ordered my food at like 1210 and food did not arrive until after the round started. So Bryce was kind enough to stay there and bring the food from the bar to me, which was much appreciated. Thank you, Bryce. So, so I, I like ran in, I found my opponent. We were like two minutes. I was like, dude, I'm still waiting on my food. I'm so sorry. We're gonna have to push it back. And he was like, no, it's totally fine. And I was like, waiting on the food. I was like, I'm sorry to my opponent. I'm going to be super crabby right now because I haven't eaten in 20 hours. Ah, man. This actually, like, goes into one of the things we uh, we talked about, like, uh, both with uh, Chuck Moore when he was on Rancast and Dr. Alex Milonis when he was on for uh, fitness, physical health, and mental health health with Sigmar. Um, habits that you have outside of a tournament scene or away from the, the game, you actually want to kind of maintain those habits. If you wake up at 6 a.m. every morning and, and like, slam a cup of coffee... You should do that at a tournament. Oh, sure. Any any yeah. of those things that you have that are like are like good habits for getting you in a good good mental health state or, or physical health state. They're the same. they're linked. Everybody, um, those are things you want to keep doing. So if you you fast like you say, um, of course you were being a dick to your opponent. So uh, you know, welcome <laughs> to that whack lifestyle. No, um, uh, real quick though, Bryce. Uh, it, it should be. I don't. I'm not sure if we laid this out. Bryce wasn't actually playing at Wapaka. He was helping. Uh, at Wapaka, you were, I guess, uh, real quick while we're on this tangent. Um, what was your kind of role? What were you? What were you doing there? Um, uh, I was in, learning in everything words, about Paca. Learning everything about Paca from the inside. Yep. Yeah. And I knew that Raj was for the last few years. Raj has, you know, it gone back and forth on if he should do it anymore, and not super familiar with the rules. So I wanted to just be there for him to help answer questions, make sure he he knew the right things to say. The missions to pick the realms to pick things like that so i knew it was important that he had someone like that so i was more than happy to do that right on right on right on and that of course helps us uh for dun 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 the thing we'll talk about a little bit later <laughs> all right so so your second round opponent um you uh, uh yeah. you're you get cranky with the guy you haven't, you haven't eaten i played against rob and he like didn't bat an eyelash when i told him that he was like take your time he like didn't care. He was. Totally He's like, cool. this is gonna, this is gonna be over. Quick. I was like, you know, I want you to have a good day, game. He was like, dude, don't worry about it at all. And he had flesh eater courts. Everything was flying. He had only crypt flares. I think they're called the flying ones. Nobody takes. And let me tell you, endless spells not so good against those <laughs> because you need to wipe out the whole unit. Otherwise, all those gargoyles come back. So I. Oh, was I he on Dead Watch? Was he on Dead Watch? I can't remember if he had a battalion or not. Oh, I think Dead, so. Dead Watch is sweet. I love I uh, love Dead Watch. Uh, continue. So anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> and I'm 
blasting with all my endless spells, but I'm only killing, like, I killed a hero. I did, like, probably 50 or 60 mortal wounds to everything, but I only, like, finished off a hero. And so I sent the Demon Rift up the board, and then he heals up some of those units of gargoyles, and then summons a new hero, and then my Darkfire Demon Rift just starts chasing his general into the corner. That was pretty silly. It's floating... Floating chaos that is just like blasting him down the corner. Um, but then he just had everything right back, so then he just and charged everything in a line. So he's here, and this was the the short deployment. So this, this is great for audio. So he only had a four foot distance to cover, and he had that pretty much neck and neck, like base to base covered with just those flares straight across so i could not get out and then he just slowly started to kill sure. everything like this meanwhile i summoned up infinite sure. blue horror points and he's just getting closer to my objectives and scorched earth he starts burning the front too and then he's just getting closer and so he's, closer he's working he's working across the backboard line yeah and i can't okay. kill anything um, because I can't ever kill a whole unit, even if you roll sixes on all of your D6 endless spell blasts, and uh, even if your Lord of Change gets hot fire on both his spells, and it, it just wasn't happening. So then I went for Hail Mary. I needed a double turn, so I waited till I had a whole shitload of blue horror points, and I auto-ran the Gaunt Summoner 6 for 22 inches, flew over everything, and summoned an entire new army, I think I summoned five units of blue horrors on the other side on, but I was like just out of all the objectives with the ranges mm. and then I needed the turn and I didn't get the turn. And so I lost that game so, so and then, cause then he just turned around and charged. He's like, I was like, all right, we should put the hand out cause he was just going to charge everything and kill them all. But I think I still needed to roll. Um, at least I was going to go burn all his objectives. I needed to roll at least two threes. Right. And the rest twos to tie okay. it up. So you take an L and cheating with spell portal isn't a problem then. Um. No. <laughs> In fact, if I hadn't been, it probably would have been a little bit better for me. Nice. But I don't know. Maybe then his dragon would have been more in the game. So it's hard to say. That was a little too dynamic. Well, there, there, there's because all the spells were over there, and then he was so fast, he ran away, and then they're all out there. Yeah. So you can't put all your endless spells too far away from yourself, and. Yeah. He's just like moving when it's his turn to move it. It's just like as far away as possible, so he can never get it. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll never run that many endless spells again. But it was a learning experience. So I was like, sitting there, I'm like, hmm. Well, you won't have to. And, and you have your new book now. You won't have to run that many endless spells. No, but it was a fun time anyway. So I did that second game, and then uh, third game I played against somebody who I chatted with before, Zach Lambie. And he's he's, from he's he's great people, and oh, he, I really he like was on, he was on the uh, he was on the Gotrick challenge. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, he the, challenge. Yeah, so you can see here his list. So on my tournament, I have them write down what their list is, mm -hmm. and so this is round three. You sign your name and write your list, and he wrote Gotrek plus Stormcast, not <laughs> Stormcast with Gotrek. <laughs> no, this is so a... he knew where the army's power was. He does yeah, it... Zach's good. I like Zach, and he used to hang out at Battle Brothers and. Um, Mike, my friend who came with us, uh, lives like a block away from Battle Brothers. So Battle Brothers is a good place in Milwaukee. You should go there if you ever can. But Zach goes there sometimes. And so we were playing that. He had the shoot cast. He had nine long strikes, three Aether Wings, three Aether Wings, 
I think the third three Aether Wings, um, then three of the other shoot guys with the fast crossbows that shoot a bunch of shots. And then he had five Liberators, five Liberators, um, a Knight Encanter, and a Gotrek. And, oh yeah, and a Relictor with Translocation. So most of so anyway, the I start blasting. <laughs> so you started blasting. Well, I start uh, blasting. We do have a lot to get through, so maybe the annotated version of this one. What were the highlights of this matchup? Um, so Godrek. Oh man, it was one with like eighteen inch deployment, and I Godrek was going to get in. He just was. He was just going to take an auto run and get in ten, and then be in there in two turns. So I was trying to slow him down. I blasted off a bunch of those, the nine long strikes. He failed every prayer row roll for translocation, so that was pretty good for me. Um, oh, yeah, he had Aaron Quester, the Knight Quester, who was there, and he named him Felix, so he was protecting Gotrek, too. <laughs> and it, he was like, you know what this does? And I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. Are you sure? And I was like, I get it. He's like, I can explain it to you. If you... I was like, nope, it's very clever. I like it. It's good. I get it. So I just decided never to try and kill Gotrek. Um but you may have seen on Twitter a picture of what I did do to Godtrek. <laughs> With the endless spells. <laughs> I put him in a cage, baby. I put him in a cage. I surrounded him. I summoned a uh, dark fire demon rift and a, and a purple sun and a ravenix gnashing jaws in a triangle around him. And he was stuck inside of there. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, he's going to be mad. And he's like, oh, that's pretty good. And I was like, why are you not mad? And I was like three <laughs> years deep in this game. And I was like, oh yeah, because he's just going to move it and get out next turn. And I thought I was like, just shutting him down. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, no. He's going to get out. <laughs> so anyway, he got out and I started blasting. And he just killed everything on my objective. And then, um, so then there was a turn five priority again that if I had won, that I was a little harder than that, but he was like super scared that I was going to win, but he won the priority. And then there was this other dude, like a single unit of a liberator or something well, so behind third, a rock. Round three was knife to the heart too. Yeah. Knife to the so, heart. So like Gotrick is just going to like smash. Oh yeah. Uh, he's and, objective. and as long There's as he only... has like an escort, like an escort yeah. with him that he can keep alive. Right. He's just going to like, he's inevitability. Yeah, so he was—he's just had brimstones and blue scribes to kill on my objective, uh, and if I won that turn, I could have summoned more blue horrors on it. Um, but then apparently, I didn't even know this. I was three beers deep, and so there was a dude behind a rock, and I didn't see him. So he just—he comes in and kills everything, and he's like, "I got two models here." Um, even though I had put my my, I made it so he had to attack one of the two units with Godrek and couldn't get both of them on the objective. Mm-hmm. Like he would be too far for his second pile in, so then it would be one to one, and he wouldn't be able to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, there's a dude sitting behind a rock there, so he just won. Fun. No, that sounds awesome. So then, the uh, fucking guy. So that's rock. the end of so that's the end of day one. How was your day one, uh, Bryce? As the uh, as the sort of uh, captain in training. It was great. I, I, my favorite thing about like being in the TO position or helping out with TO is just getting to see the joy that people are having. You know, like you, the top table stuff. And when you're playing, you're like deep in your game. But when when you can just walk by and see people that are super excited about these crazy little things that happen, there 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 was a guy whose whole mission in the game was to run one of the, his dwarf heroes all the way up this huge piece of terrain around the top of it and just little <laughs> stuff like that that like you don't even realize is going to happen but um 
getting to see it and, and get all the stories about it and stuff like that the whole weekend is pretty awesome. Do, so. do, do you and have hearing a... Domus yell. Oh, hey, no, no, no. Oh, damn it. He spoiled it. That was day two. Oh, he was doing a day one, man. Oh, was it? Was it day one? Yeah. Suck my dick. Like <laughs> just Domus shouting across the room. Oh man, that was that was certainly a highlight. Um, I want to get shirts made up that just suck my dick, Domus, uh, with his face 20, on it, twenty twenty, and just like yeah, uh, I might have to give him some money for likeness rights or something. We'll see. I'll talk. To yeah, him. yeah. I'll have my people talk to his people. We'll get a we'll get a Domus suck my dick shirt going. Um, no, uh, man, he was he was a blast all weekend too. Some of like the the best feature moments I think involved Domus <laughs> uh, doing Domus <laughs> stuff. Uh, what did uh? I guess, do you have, like, a highlight uh, story from day one, Bryce? Um, from your perspective? I mean, I, I tried to photobomb you every time I saw you come around with the camera, and I failed <laughs> a couple times. Yeah. I was really mad. <laughs> I was like, damn it! It really was just, the, just getting... Because, you know, like, and I talked about it when I was on the... Uh, podcast with Brendan and like you know sometimes you get caught up in the moment and you you don't get to see people or talk to people and you, yes. you know you, you talk to the five mm. or six people that you're there with but I got to talk to all 90 people that were there and like have full conversations with multiple multiple people that I, there's no way I would have had the chance to do if I were playing so I think that's super super rewarding right. for me right. and that would definitely be the highlight I think of yeah. the whole weekend not just the day but yeah, that was that's one thing I've kind of observed with tournaments is you always walk away from the going, God, I didn't get enough time to talk to this person or that person. You kind of end up in this like sort of a rotation of when your games get done versus who you're there with and who's done with their games at a certain time and like those are kind of the people you end up talking to and then it's just you're you're just kind of at the whim of the uh the the tables, you know? Um Yeah. And I don't even really talk to like my people next to me at the tables when i'm playing because you don't want to like distract them from their game and you don't want them to not like get in all their turns and stuff so it's like you're not you're just at your table um so so day two uh, i get my day uh i played osiarch bone reapers with nagash uh down some points because i didn't finish the ponies uh but feeling really pleased with like all my more tech guard which i did get done the cool little glow effects and stuff uh I had to, uh, I played, uh, uh, I ended the day two and one, uh, playing against, uh, round one was a grudge match, a, a born of chat gang, actually. Uh, so I got to play, uh, uh, Alex Langer from, uh, from Minnesota, uh, against his IDK. Uh, he got the alpha off turn one, but like, it just, like, he got one, one unit of eels, didn't get in miraculously well that unit of eels was coming up the middle of the table and that one didn't quite get in it had to make a real charge and then the other one came off the side and that one did get in but like just he, he saved the mortal wounds and then he didn't just do as much damage off the charge as he was kind of supposed to and once eels get stuck in you're just like you know this is gonna be a, you're, this is gonna be a while type thing uh so there's just like a wussy slap fight down over there for a little bit um yeah, so, so that was game one. His, uh, I, I'd say, like, if his dice went a little bit better, I mean, I was sweating bullets turn, turns one and two, and then I won the double into two, three, and then I'm like, okay, I've got this type thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, he played it. He, I talked to him after the game. I'm like, 
this is how you play that. Like, this is how you drafted the battle. Like, with that battle plan and my deployment, this is how you draft it up. I said the only thing I'd have done different, maybe, is bring a little bit more support to this alpha here. Because you know you need to kill this. And if you don't, I would rather be, like, like overkilling it than barely killing it. And, like, if you had done that, then you're just going to be able to, like, collapse the tides down in on me. Um, and, yeah, like, I won the double going into, like, high tide, basically. And it just, it just, because I had such control over the table, it was like, yeah, fine, oh, yeah. Activate all your combats first, right? Um, so that was kind of bad beats for him. Uh, game two was... Uh, game two was against John. Um, that one was a plunder. Absolutely my favorite game of the weekend. It was like... You always... I had the same type of game with, with, uh, with Zach Cachetta, too, on day two. Um, I always say, like, you know it's a good game when you, like, step back from the table and you realize that, like your models just rotated around in a circle in like a spiral because you're like you're actually like ch chasing the objectives and like kind of positioning around and posturing like you always know you had a good game when like the table just spirals sideways you know yeah. like i deployed this way and all my shit just shifted and we just all ended up on opposite sides of the table spiraling around each other um that's what you know was a good game and we had one of those games but that was uh scorched earth was round two um he was on what was really cool about it is he was on uh, Celebron Snacks. Like, so he was on Daughters of Cain, but all of the snakes, and Celebron with one unit of canaries. Now, like, normally you might go, oh, Hagnar's the best, but, like, on Scorched Earth against somebody with no, quote-unquote, keepback power, the way Ossiarch Bone Reapers, like, don't have, like, really, like, good keepback units, um, and not enough coverage to cover four objectives, while also trying to pressure four objectives, like... It is exactly what you want <laughs> it, it, to, to, like, play against me. So, he, you know, I know that he's going to teleport one, one unit a turn and that he's got canaries that can come down at any point. I leave, like, something uncovered, and then he just flips the objective and, you know, and it's over for me. So I decided to cover the two middle objectives with a big 20 block and then uh, sort of bait something over here on the right side of the table and then go ham. I was going to go up the left side, just turn right and keep going like a monster truck, right? Um, and... And, uh, I knew, I, I looked at him, we both deployed, I gave him first turn, he just shimmied a little bit and said, go. And then I went, and then I, like, shimmied a little bit and said, go, and I, and then I looked at him after doing this, and I'm like, oh, we're playing a real game of Warhammer. <laughs> like, I just, like, because we were both, you know, you can't flip, you can't flip and burn the objectives until the next turn, like, you know, neither of us getting, like, super aggro early on, just kind of repositioning slightly. I got Nagash into motion because you have to get him into motion a turn early. But other than that, we just kind of shifted around and, you know, set our screens and prepared for the jump turn and, and, and to fight. Uh, and I just looked at him and I'm like, this is a real game of Age of Sigmar. Okay, this is what we're doing here. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, I ended up losing it. Uh, it was like 12 to 15, but he had a, a objective in his pocket to, to flip and burn that I didn't have. So, so it was like... Looked closer on paper than what it was. Um, at one point, like he wins the priority roll, and I'm like, I'm like, I think we we had like 30 minutes left in the round. We had enough to like kind of get through two turns. But I looked at him, and I'm like, I think we both know how this is gonna go. I mean, I have to have a lot break my way on these three objectives right here, and uh, and uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, like, I'm just gonna like, you know. Uh, like grab you a beer and you know call it a week or call it a game type thing, um, but it was really it was it was an awesome game. 
my favorite part was I got Nagash into his deployment, right? And so I'm ready to start execute plan. Nagash is a monster truck, right? And so I get him into his deployment, and uh, and I'm about to capture and flip the first uh, flip the first uh, objective because he's he's got like nothing. And I like quick go to like move Nagash, or whatever. And he's like ah, and he points down, and I'm like I'm like that hag queen's within three inches, isn't she? And he's like uh huh. And I'm like, you didn't activate her. And he's like, oh, I did. I just, like, moved her a little bit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, a genius move. Like, he just locked me in combat for, like, just with that three inches. And I'm like, if I'm not locked there, I move, I flip it, and then on that same turn, I'm able to move to the next one and take two, uh, basically take two, right? Because uh, Nagash had, like, a small escort. And I'm like, if that's not there, Nag like... So what ended up happening instead is I had to pile around her, like pile sideways, flip the one objective, and then keep waste time on her, and then move on, and then next turn I would be moving on to the next objective. I was just like, curses, hag queen! <laughs> but it was a great, it was a great move. It was a great move, and I just like, it was one of those like, like, awesome. You know, those moments where you're like, I see, we played a real game of Age of Sigmar with some really tactical plans, a lot of fun to be had, good banter. Um, that's when I learned that he was actually, uh, Sir Wenger. He is, uh, uh, he is the king, uh, king of, of Paca, having attended all, all 11 of them. <laughs> if I had my horses, it would have, uh, yeah, well, Chatgang giving me some, uh, some hard time here over my pronunciation of Nagash. But, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was a great game. Uh, round three was then Knife to the Heart. It was against KO, um, against Mr. Fensky, um. It was a, it was a knife to the heart game. Uh, knife to the heart's not really one of my favorite battle plans because I tend to play attrition armies, and like you would think that we would really like, knife to the heart as attrition armies, but like we actually don't. We hate it. We know that we can win the win the minor, kind of for free, but the minor doesn't win you tournaments usually, right? And so it's like you kind of hate hate those battle plans. Um, but I actually went, went aggressive for the, uh, I actually went really, like, really aggressive, uh, for the majority, and, uh, Nagash was just, like, fucking throwing his weight around. Uh, protection of Nagash, by the way, uh, really good. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the meme. Super good. Um, loved it. Every time he'd shoot at, he, like, at some point he realized that just shooting Nagash was only helping me. Because he'd just, like, shoot me, and I'm like, okay, end of shooting phase after wounds have been allocated. Wah, like, now he's over here. Ah. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But basically, that was the game, is me teleporting Nagash around the map, trying to, like, get an angle to get in on his objective all game long. And by the end of it, I couldn't quite uproot him, but I killed way more than he killed a mine. Uh, and so, you know pretty much a auto miner which is the thing i try not to play for <sighs> you know stupid knife to the heart again like yeah, count up the number of number of times i have minor victories on knife to the heart i think it's all of them i think every time i played knife to the heart it's been a been a minor um so yeah i tried i tried going aggressive though if i had five horses do i get there a little bit better maybe i don't know it, whatever it's it's like my deployment would change so much every single game, it's not worth calculating how much different those games would have been, if that makes sense. Like, it's like, you know, it's it just like the, de the, the deployments are so different. So then, uh, yeah, uh, my favorite memory 
from day one was probably um, it, it's twofold. It was it was getting to like play against Alex uh, because he's one of the chat gang. He's in here all the time, um, and to like be able to like play somebody in my own little like micro community that's beginning to form since I've been a content creator was like really cool. Um, of course, the pressure's on to like oh no I. I talk about Age of Sigmar all the time. Like I, I better prove that I know what I'm talking about. So, so that was that was fun. Uh, but I put my imposter syndrome to bed for a little bit, uh, and then uh, and then uh, actually meeting Wenger and kind of hearing the history of a pack a little bit from him, like firsthand while we played a pretty yeah. great, great game, was really cool. It was really cool because he's been there the whole time. So we were just like another one of those games where we're playing like a super tactical, pretty tight game, but then we just had a conversation, and those were so often my favorite games is when you're just having a conversation and age of sigmar just happens to be the focal point of the conversation so that was really good um and then we go into day two uh like we like i said before at the sort of for, uh, front of the show i slept like a baby uh that <laughs> night uh i was not nearly as social as i wanted to be uh so i was like a little upset about it but like i was tired i went to bed all of the painting caught up with me and uh, oh yeah i was exhausted that night I would have tossed and turned normally, but I knew I had Ulgu with Umbral Spell Portal tomorrow, so I was like... Oh yeah, so did I. Just... You could throw a hundred endless spells through it. <laughs> and you could put it anywhere on the table, because Ulgu. Yeah, um, yeah uh, so day two, yeah, I, I, I actually play uh, uh, Dave Wydick, and this is something I, I must talk about, because everybody knows that, uh, that we here at Radcast hate Garage Hammer. Uh, it's canon. <laughs> the same. <laughs> we we hate we hate hobbyists. We hate Harry Potter. I think we, we hate do. Star Wars. What are we? Yeah. There's. Uh, if you're due to the Rantcast brand, there's various rolling jokes, and this is one of them. One of them is that we hate Garage Hammer. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was actually like this was a this was a gr this was a grudge of grudges on day two, and. Uh... <laughs> it's a joke. It's the that's the joke. Um, <laughs> oh man, don't at me. No, uh, no, the, the, the joke is, uh, is, is, it was just some comments going on in chat, like hating Garage Hammer or whatever. But no, so I got to pay, I got to play Dave. Um, this is actually the second time I played Dave. The first time was at Adepticon in, in doubles. Um, he had a, a friend over from England that he was playing with, uh, kind of a chill, but like a mute, a muted game. It was like day, uh, like kind of like the calm before the storm on Adepticon. You know, that was like pre-tournaments can go right so it was like the calm before the storm um he had a really occupied weekend with like selling bits and stuff so like we didn't really get into it too much of a conversation beyond the like cursory just getting to know each other so by this time we already have a rapport and we just you know jump into the game uh and uh i think we're putting on a a podcaster's aos musical at this point because over the course of playing this game uh, we were, like, singing songs and all the moves, or, or all the, uh, like, movements we made on the table had their own little, like, jingles to go along with it. Um, we uh, decided, he was he was on Night Hunt. Uh, this is Place of Arcane Power. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Nagash and Arcane Places of Arcane Power, but, like, kind of wins it really hard. It's, like, the one thing he does. And uh, so, like, I outdraw him. to Marathi. Well, I, I'll fight her any day in places of arcane power. That's what Hand of Dust. <laughs> Especially in Ulgu. Especially in Ulgu. Bring it on. Like, I'm going to set the door next to you and take you. Basically, whoever goes first wins that is really what it comes down to. Nagash jumps into the center. 
uh, with the uh, three move uh, three inch movement uh, from Osiric Bone Reapers. He is twelve inch flying. That puts him right on the center objective with an aggressive deployment. Uh, I outdrop him. I go aggressive. I'm Petrogash. I know he can't kill me with a bunch of spooky ghosts. So I take that. Uh, we're also in Ulgu, so I'm able to bridge. Uh, so I have my Bone Shaper bridge out uh, his uh, his unit of 20, uh, 20 Mortec Guard out in front of him. And then he runs up behind them. Uh, so he's on 8 inches of movement uh, from that. Plus I roll uh, a 6 on the run charge just organically. Uh, to land him right on the bottom objective, and we're going to play a two-point strategy because it's the only strategy I have available to. Around turn three, you know it's over. Uh, I'm not uprooted on three objectives, and he just he can't catch up, essentially. right? So I've, I've scored every turn. Uh, he takes the top objective. But what really was awesome was he was on Night Hunt with Raikkoner, and I'm running Nagash in, in Ossiarch Bone Reapers. And so we made up this little mini-narrative that, like, Olander had kind of fucked off and left the Night Hunt, to go be in Legions of Grief and join up with Nagash. And so now, and so now like, Raikkoner is mad at Nagash. And that's where they were fighting, and this is the, uh, this is the AOS, the musical. So, like, of course you'd have, like, power ballads and sonnets, like, like, you know, like, Nagash is like, I am evil, this is my land, fuck you. You know, we were just singing the whole time, and, like, Raikkoner was like, how dare you take my queen? And it was, it was a, it was a riot, man. It was a riot. Um, so... It was just, uh, it was a crazy game. Um, around, uh, I blame Paca. I blame you specifically, Bryce, for saying anyone at ten points or less, you really don't have a shot. So like, I just, at that point, it was like, like I'm here to like drink beer and throw dice, and I'm all right, all out of dice. <laughs> so uh, I actually didn't really drink on day two, but it was, uh, it was just like I, my mentality completely changed on day two because because I'm like, oh, I'm, I can't even possibly like hope to even be to like sniff achievement of this. At this tournament, I'm like, whatever, man. I'm already playing 180 points down. Now I'm just going to sing songs and push models around. So it was, uh, it was a really cool game. Uh, it was actually, like, a really great game. And I got to meet, like, I got to meet, like, uh, uh, Dave sort of, like, more personally. Like, more off. Like, because when you do content creation, like, you kind of always have to be on, if that makes sense. We lost Bryce. Um, when you, uh... When you, uh, uh, when you make content, you kind of have to, like, I don't say, like, you have to, like, be fake or anything like that, but you always have to be, like, on. You always have to be aware, right? You know, things you say and do have weight that you didn't expect before. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, and to, to, like, you know, we had this moment where we're talking about, like, like, you, you play people and you're like, if I fuck up a rule here then I undermine my credibility for the, like the next three episodes. Right. Like, and, and we kind of shared it, that little like moment. It was, it was really cool. Um, <laughs> uh, it was cool. No, I'm, I haven't been acquired by uh, rage of Sigmar podcast network. And technically I own Warhammer weekly right now. Well, me and Haywo, uh, we have like a timeshare. Uh, you because... own garage hammer too. Oh yeah. I, I think I own garage hammer now as well. Um, because I did beat Dave. So, uh... I, I guess you gotta beat Alex, too, though. Mm, well, I, I guess... I, I think Joe's... both Tom and Vince. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, the, like, the hostile takeover hasn't quite, like, taken hold. We just don't have the yeah. shares. We, we still need a majority share, so we have to beat Alex. Alright. But, yeah, um...
<laughs> the, the only do hostile takers, that's why as a content creator, you need to be a jerk. Everyone expects you to be a jerk or are blown away by how okay you were. Strategery. <laughs> that makes sense uh, 100%, and now I understand you as a human being there, Hobby Bear. Um, <laughs> no, I... No, it was it was weird. Like to, that again. That that like pressure to quote unquote be on as a content creator, um, like was completely just not at that table, which was like really cool. So it was like a neat experience. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then like my round uh, five was against Zach Cachetta. Uh He was on uh, Bone Splitters Green Carpet, essentially. Um, he had this moment at the very very beginning of the game where he's about to cast a Breath of Gork, and he's like, "Well, the the good play is to put this on these Arrow Boys." But the awesome play is to put this on the uh, to put this on the, the the rogue idol, and I'm like, search your heart, you know which play is truth. <laughs> and so he put it on the uh, he put it on the rogue idol, and that's uh, pretty much our game in a nutshell. Uh, is we uh, we both made <laughs> big bold moves, aware like fully aware of the strategic ones, right? You're like, okay, this is like the more strategic one. Um, the game for me came down to I failed a, like about a six inch charge on Nagash. Uh, and the downside of not being able to command ability re-roll my charges for the, across a, my whole army crystallized just how intelligently designed I think Bone Reapers actually are once people stop complaining about Petrifex Elite and choose to get good at the game. Um, like, the give-take of some of the things that are really strong about your book are also... Like, I can't... We were in Hish on the last thing. I can never use that Activate's first ability. I'm not able to as an army. You know? Like, it's just yeah. not something I get. Um, I can't reroll charges or guarantee six runs. So it takes that, like, weakness of lack of mobility and it makes it all the more pronounced when you make mistakes with your strategy and then you don't have the redundancy of dice that some of these generic command traits give you. Now, you do have some other very powerful effects... But the powerful effects are kind of like just numbers, if that makes sense. It's going like, here's just numbers. This is rent. This is save. This is, you're getting just these numbers. And then it's like, on the strategic need the thing to happen side of the table, you don't have, it's it's just you. Um, it's everything you've, you've put into motion up until that moment. And you're going to, you're going to live by the sword, die by the sword with every decision you've ever made. There's no one to save you, nothing to back you up. And it's actually a really cool effect for the army. It, it begins to feel like, like this sort of inevitability, the army, which is the most death thing ever. It's so awesome. Like I just, and that was like the big takeaway for, uh, I, for me that really sort of like galvanized, uh, in round five, when I missed that six inch charge, I'm like, I missed the six inch charge here. Like, like that's the objective scoring. It's total conquest. I'm like, I take that objective, probably wipe that unit. And then I move on to the next one. You know, like, it's like, nope. Now I get stuck here for fucking two turns instead. Cause now his reinforcements have come across the table. You know, yada, yada. And it just like, it, it snowballs from there. I'm like, I'm like, I take that. It's, it's a, we play a completely different game and I'm not, nothing, you know, I'm not saying, oh, I fucking win. No, I'm just, it's a different game. And, and that moment made me really appreciate my, my, my battle tome and my army and, uh, my Supreme Lord of the Undead, Nagash. So, uh, hell yeah. Bryce frequently misses charges of all lengths. <laughs> I see Ty has shown up in chat throwing shade already. 
Uh, Bryce, would you care to comment on that? <laughs> I already did. <laughs> mm. Chat delay. Mostly real life charges. Oof. Um. <laughs> Hi, Ty. We missed you. That's why uh, 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 Kyle here. That's why I played Legions of Nagash for so long. Minimum six inch charge success. Uh, hey, successful. could I could I in uh, rantcast fashion just uh, go completely off track real quick? Absolutely, I encourage it. Do this. So so Ty, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think Ty had a grudge at Holy War Holy Wars this year, and I think it's with someone in chat. And I'm hoping that chat delay isn't too long. That if I really stretch this out, he'll say yes or no. Um, and if that is the case, Kyle, I officially challenge you to a match at Holy Wars round one. I love delay because it's like I'm probably one of the suspense. <laughs> the suspense. So you're challenging him, are you? Really? Did the gauntlet down? Yeah, I don't think I've ever played Kyle. Mm. Kyle is um. The first person I played at my tournaments away from uh, the LGS. The, uh, you know, and I won't even... I, I want to take that grudge one step further if he does accept. I also challenge you to bring minimum six more gas, sideboard, oh. two more, and put ten on the table, bud. Oh, boy. <laughs> the challenge of challenges has been thrown down. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Tristan's just like yes <laughs> he has them there's no need to fund them he yeah he has them yeah no he's got them no Tristan's talking about something else entirely he lost his mom he wasn't even listening oh oh the poor guy hmm, I was planning to bring bear dwarves for holy wars he says but this challenge here the challenge of challenge I, I feel like you've added some caveats to the challenge he's got to throw some back at you it's only fair. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh... All right, let us know your stipulations, Kyle. Yeah, let us know your stipulations for him, because he's made some lofty stipulations. I think this is a good challenge. Um, and real quick, catching... While you while you answer that, I'm going to catch up to what Bad Moon Daka said up here. Missing one charge can fuck up so much shit. I charged two full units of Blade Geist, got nines. I was happy, but not really. <laughs> yeah. I there, There's, um... Bad Mudaka, would that actually be uh, uh, Dave? Maybe, I bet. Um, yeah, it's like you want that that ten. No, it's. It also made me appreciate the uh, intelligence of the the plus one inch to charge, uh, plus one inch to run on the uh, on the banners, for uh, Mortec Guard. It basically says that if you get outside of three inches, you can't fail that charge. And so if you played. To like, I want to be within three inches to guarantee this charge thing that most of us play toward. You know, like, we want to get to that three, and when you're Legion of Nagash at six inches? No, sir. Okay. Sorry, he was, uh, he was playing, uh, he was playing Nighthawn against me, and he made two nine-inch charges in that game. <laughs> it was, uh, nine-inch on Blade Geist and nine-inch on, uh, Chain Rasp, though. Um, yeah, uh, it was... Yeah, it, it, it made me appreciate that, like, where they're like, oh, we know you can't re-roll charges and six your yeah. runs, but at least you can guarantee the three-inch if you, like, you set up the movement and then, like, you just, you get this, right? So um, how'd, you, how'd you finish? I finished three and two, uh, playing yeah. 180 down, and I'm not making excuses here, because, again, different games would be completely different. Like, it's really hard to, to, to say, 
but I did, I was aware that I was basically 300 points off of my ideal list, which to me, the real takeaway point here is that I've got room for personal growth. You know, my ceiling is higher. And that was really encouraging is to go, to go three and two on not my best version. That means when I get that best version, you know, I've got some extra, I've got some extra growing to do that. I've got some more, more room to expand. And I've already got useful information on where I'll take, where I'll take Nagash. It was my goal to have Catacross for Adepticon. Um, I had so much fun playing Nagash, uh, again, that like, I gotta take him again. I, I gotta take him to, uh, so maybe I'll push Catacross back to, to Midwest Meltdown and go with, and roll with Petrogash into, into Akon because he was just, this is the thing I wanted to talk about for Rantcast purposes. This is more the, uh, the on brand moment, the, the evergreen moment is, um, it is a tra like it is kind of a tragedy that he's not like awesome in his own book, LON. But if you've heard my perspective on how LON was kind of like a GA death dot book, then I'm not like broken up about it because it, we didn't get any new models and it really was just kind of like this weird thing. You know, they're technically not sub factions; they're different armies. You know, it's just it's such a weird book compared to like the books that would come out after it. You know that we've now since come to appreciate. So, you know, maybe we get an LON 2.0 down the line or Nagash gets his dedicated book or OBR is setting a template for how Nagash will interact with the rest of the Death Armies going forward. Cool. Whatever, whatever the case may be, as long as he's always like the big bone daddy himself, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to have a lot of different ways to play him. Um, but the way he played in this army is like, he was one half my army and it was very like, for instance, um, like, uh, yeah, we're spamming the Nagash emotes now. Um, for instance, uh, Zach very intelligently identified. He's like, he's like, okay, and uh, what's the spell that makes you teleport? I'm like, protection of Nagash. He's like, oh, he's got that right now? I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to shoot him. Like, he just refused to deal damage to Nagash. And like the couple yeah. times, when I got Nagash in on melee, <laughs> yeah. he avoided activating until the very end of the combat so that Nagash would like wipe the guys out and have the least chance of taking damage. Very cagey with it. He didn't want to give me a redeploy on Nagash, and it was it was the right decision. It was it was the perfect decision. And like I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take fucking Pendulum and throw it at my own Nagash to redeploy him. So that's gonna be a future evolution of my list. I'm doing it. I'm tired of people. Oh, he was he was really he played a like a really good game. We I talked about how he like threw the rogue idol into the combat early, and like it was it wasn't the best decision, but it's still a good game decision. It's not like he was like making bad game decisions. He made great game decisions the whole time. And he even, like, we sat there where we kind of discussed my game decisions. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, your positioning was good. You made all the good game decisions, too. He's like, we just had this, like, really... It reminded me of when I played, uh... When I played, uh, uh, Tobin Prime. It really... It had that same, like... We are two guys who know the game and our armies, you know, making good plays. Um... It was, um... It was, uh... Yeah, so it was, um... It was awesome to play Nagash, but the thing I noticed is, like, he went from being an 800-point utility piece that required an extra, like, 300 points of screening sometimes and then sometimes not, to being just a consistent force multiplier. Sometimes for himself and sometimes for my army. But he was consistently exerting his will on the table. And I think that was... That's a success of design. 
you know, when you play Archeon, he's 800 points. And he feels like this 800-point god ro rolling around the table. Nagash, his spells are good. And it's great to, like, cast eight spells a turn, but, like, spell not all spells are created equal, and only a couple of them feel, like, powerful. The most of them are just, like, these nickel and dimey things. To, to its credit, the Arcane Bolt thing actually feels great. It's like he's just, like, shooting laser beams as he's walking up to, like, kill you. And the the damage gap that the Arcane Bolt spam covers between his melee, because his melee profiles are, like, good, but they're not 800 points of murder good. If I had 800 points of, like, Witch Elves, you know, they're going to kill a lot more than Nagash. But what ends up happening is with those Mystic Bolts, plus his melee profile, now with a plus one to hit because of Shrieker, um, now it feels like you can really exert your will. Now it feels like you can really dictate the pace of the game with this 800-point, well, 900-point piece. And that's a huge success, I think. It, and it just, it was infectious. I had so much fun. I had played old YOLO solo Nagash. This is better. It, it feels so... And, and rules-wise, I'm not talking about that. But, like, play-wise, it feels so much better. The weight of, of the character on the table is... It's right. It feels right, finally. Um, I watched my opponents all weekend go, Yeah, fuck him. I'm gonna leave him right there. Or, when they try to fight him, like, be like, Okay, uh, I gotta change plans. Like, now you get the chaff. I'm gonna go over here and fight real stuff. It felt like this inevitable death god kind of trying to, like, exert his will on the table and people dealing with him in different meaningful ways. And as someone who plays Nagash and has played Heiwo a lot, I know the power of a single Stonehorn charging Nagash. And there's actually a little majority percentage chance that it'll, in one turn of combat, put Nagash to two health. so Or kill him outright. So you go... The 20% chance that Nagash is dead or at 2% health is, like, my 900-point model against your 400-point model. Uh, now I'm going to, like, have to... Now I'm going to have to change. So, like, the people who have the 400, 500-point melee badasses still get to, like, make Nagash second-guess fighting them in melee, whilst, you know, your idiot chaff should feel like idiot chaff to the Death God. It's great. It's great. It's, it's fucking great. Sorry about my tangent within a tangent within a tangent... But where do we come down on the uh, on the uh, on the grudge ten, match? Ten more gas are hitting the table. Ten more gas are hitting the table. What, right, were his stipula what were his stipulations for you? I feel like there has to be a. a, a <laughs> I made them for myself because he didn't say anything. I'm painting an uh, army that has zero paint on it right now uh, mm. by holy havoc or holy wars for him. So you're painting a brand new, never seen before army, 100% for him. Yep. Kyle says you seem puzzled about something, Andrew. I was thinking, just thinking about Nagash. Thinking about Nagash <laughs> and how awesome he is? No, I was just thinking, like, uh, how you beat him. Just thinking. Just thinking? Um, yeah. I mean, Ren 2 shooting is still really good against Nagash, even YOLO yeah. solo Nagash. Like, Ren 2 shooting is still... This, the ways you beat him before are still the ways you beat him now. Moral wounds have never been the way to deal with Nagash, but if you get enough of them, maybe. And if, if they're coming from a disposable source, maybe. Um, yeah. So, like, that's kind of how you beat him. The big problem is that protection in Nagash. Uh, if you're bringing any amount of firepower after the wounds are allocated in that phase, I'm blinking him away. So, so like, uh, I told I told Joe, like, I'm like, you know, because it's like a 20% chance that you can full to dead Nagash off the charge with your, with your murder horn or crunch horn, respectively, uh, what I do when you charge him is in the charge, when you have done the, I hope you do one 
one mortal wound through and the impact hits, and I fucking teleport him to the other side of the table. I'm like, I'm not going to fight that combat if I don't have to, and I'm going to go and kill your yetis or whatever off of that point. Um, and, like, and, you know, we just had, like, a gentleman's agreement about it. Well, yep, we know that's how this goes. Yeah, but, like, usually you just ignore him. Honestly, you just yeah. you just kind of ignore Nagash. Um, where that's that's the thing is like, armies have the luxury to had the luxury to one hundred percent ignore him before, and like you know sixty grim gas reapers were doing his heavy lifting, and now it's like he, he Nagash is a strong independent mermaid. He does a lot of his own lifting himself now, so it's it's pretty great. Um, so what was your day two like? Uh, the annotated version. Because uh, I think we can, we we've teased it enough. Well, well, first to that Saturday night when we went out. Oh yeah, the funniest we, thing I've ever heard in my life. We went out to dinner. Yeah, we, we went out to eat with uh, Mike and Paywo, and he was telling us about his games, and we were all nodding. And he's like, "Yeah, game two I played, and my opponent was new, so game." And we're all like nodding. He's like. So I taught him how to get fucked. Coach <laughs> 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 just like set down our drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was still laughing about that. Yeah, I, uh, the I taught him how to get fucked. <laughs> what was oh, his, man, his opponent funny. was his opponent was flesh eater courts. Yeah, I think he just I think charged him off with everything one yeah, at a time. He just he just like one at a time took apart the the flesh of your Just like four stone horns into everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He sounded like he had a good tournament. So my day two, I played my team captain, uh, Mike Butcher, and he was like, I think he resigned the game like before he even showed up. <laughs> so, so true. He got mad. He was like, he's like. I was like, you know what all this stuff does? He's like, oh, yeah, dude, I don't know what it does. It just kills me. It's all good. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yep, that stuff kills me. I can't do anything about any of this, so let's do it. And then he does it, and then he brings his great unclean one who's three places of power. I auto-unbind his. He gets an extra spell to give him an extra save, so I just auto-unbind that. He's like, oh, of course you do. And then and I threw everything in his face and just, like, started killing his... I killed this great unclean one. I rolled a six on the pendulum because he came up trying to get the point. And, and then I hadn't even summoned the dark fire demon rift yet. And he's like, we're good, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I just, he's like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. So he showed me what was going to happen. And then we just sat around and talked 45 minutes. <laughs> There's actually like an excuse. Like, he's like, nope, this is done. It's your team captain. <laughs> His Nurgle army is, is another stunning looking army too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was a good army. But uh yeah, just all black kings, great unclean one, and nothing to stop mortal wounds. Nothing to stop mortal wounds. Oof. So I started blasting and <laughs> then my game five I played against a guy named Greg from across as well. And he had Cities of Sigmar, and on my first turn, oh, he had Phoenix. I guess you got to say what Cities of Sigmar. He had two Phoenixes, one Frost, one Flame, uh, and 30 Phoenix Guard and 20 um, shooting guys who never shot because I blasted them. And 
then ten shadow warriors, and then a couple heroes, a battle mage and a anointed on foot. I think that was it. Um, but there's nothing in there. I, th I think it needs something to do a little more damage. Because the phoenixes didn't even do much damage. I just ta I tanked a phoenix for quite a while. I was never going to kill it, so I just didn't kill it. And then um, he killed a bunch of pinks and stuff. He took one of my objectives from me. It was, um, it was Total Conquest, where you get two points if you take it from somebody. But then I set up a barrier of endless spells in the middle. Oh, yeah, and then on my first hero phase, he informed He's like, no, dude, you're cheating. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I got the worst scroll right here. <laughs> God, he's like, no, you can't do that. He like gets out his smartphone. I was like, oh, okay, well, I cheated all weekend. I'm going to go apologize to some people. And he's like, you played four games and nobody told you. I'm like, I guess not. Um, so I was like, okay. So I just like slowed down a little and killed all this stuff with endless spells very slowly. <laughs> Instead of very quickly. And then I and then I flew out with the Gaunt Summoner again on 22 inches uh, to half the board and summoned an entire army. And I set up my brims. Like, he barely had anywhere to go with his phoenixes if he wanted to come charge my bunker on the back right side of the map. And then I took... I just had so many dudes over there. And he won the turn, but then he looked at the board and he was like... He still resigned after that. He's like, I can't do anything. I can't get you. And we were in Hish, and I didn't even... Yeah. You were in Hish, I'm been... sorry. You were in Hish, and what? I didn't even cast Banishment yet, and I was going to um, banish his Phoenix, and it would have been banished in such a way that it would have, like, had to be way on the back of the board because it flooded the board with so many strung-out units that there would have been nowhere for it to land outside of nine except in, like, the corner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't even cheat that game. <laughs> <laughs> so you end the weekend three and two as well, right? Yes. Except you end in fourth place overall. Yeah. Fourth and place overall. Missing podium by like two points. So like if you'd gotten sports votes for not playing filthy cheaties in, <laughs> um, you might have you might have ended in third. Um, yeah. But you did walk away with, uh, with, uh, well, what? It, well, I guess uh, how'd you, how'd your weekend end? Three and two with, with some heavy asterisks. Yeah, I got two awards. Yeah, yeah. I got the best painted army, and I got the best painted model, and I ended in fourth place. But I will request. I don't know if you can do this, Bryce. If you have access, if you could just take me off of place. I don't feel like it's because <laughs> I cheated every game. No, I'll just, just put an asterisk to next to it. Yeah, and yeah, say cheated is, with spell portal every game. This is a yeah, so, this, yeah. spell portal gate. This is like a deflate yeah. gate. This is this that is can, the this is Wisconsin's exactly. tournament scene equivalent of deflate gate. Like you're just right. you're just always gonna have an asterisk on this uh, fourth place finish. <laughs> I don't well, you should, say though. You should uh, play you should play the real game, so I wasn't really doing that. <laughs> so uh domus you got fourth place as far as i'm concerned i'm not going to count this you sent me to the bottom of the however many players well what you but should, i did not cheat know. i did not cheat to get my uh two hobby awards yeah and you also absolutely dominated this hobby awards i don't 
I don't know how much you guys see about like the voting and the the scoring and stuff like that. Uh, but the amount no. of votes that you had for favorite model were like way way above everyone else, and your army was absolutely beautiful. And to to win best painted by three full points at Paca is a huge difference. Um, and like it's not your traditional paint scoring at Paca; it's kind of based on fan voting and stuff like that. So yeah, you, you were almost the first time ever the person to sweep favorite army favorite model and favorite objective you missed favorite objective by two votes otherwise oh man one of them was mine i voted for trunzo against you (laughs) (laughs) my own brother (laughs) i uh i'm sorry i uh i i like the trunzo's little like rat trap with the the little dudes there the wiggly dudes it's pretty great yeah so uh did, did you vote for yourself because that would be you the can't vote for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> can you? I am the I best. I think that's the best. Like, as you sign who you write who who like it says like your name and then what you're I voting for, for. I voted for myself nine times through an endless spell portal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um. It, I uh you uh, Andrew yells. You need to throw up your uh your army up on Twitter. Uh, if you're watching listening to rant cast go go look up andrew yells uh the, that yeah, keeper that keeper was fucking awesome and if i can paint you a word oh, picture yes. here real quick he had it currently emerging from one of the uh the realm gates like coming out of this like t- this like black void from it the was void, yeah it was awesome it was awesome absolutely awesome and the blending and stuff on your uh, on your on your stupid derpy ass horrors were quite great. And now I understand why it took you like when I did my like hobby streams, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I just finished painting three horrors. I'm like, you just painted three horrors. I'm like, w-, and I'm like sitting here with like just 10 more tech guard in front of me and uh, feeling dejected and stuff. But then like, I see one of these and I'm like every one of these. And I just like, look at my 10 more tech guard per three of those. And I'm just like, <laughs> just shaking my head. <laughs> Yeah, they're, um, about, they're about two hours a piece. Two hours a piece. Hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, the um, I've never seen horrors look good. Uh, oh, actually, so thank you. So, uh, well done, man. Um, but yeah, uh, my favorite. What? Uh, so now we get to my favorite moment of the weekend, which is when you accept your two hobby awards and you say, "I do two things: I paint and I fuck," and in front of an entire live studio audience, and uh, <laughs> it all cracks up. Um. Man, what a it was a great tournament. Um, I think there's some really great mo- uh, memories. Um, I mean, you may have cheated your way to fourth place, but no one could take away your two hobby awards. Um, <laughs> Bryce, you haven't uh, you haven't chimed in on the pack of love in a while. I see uh, entertaining chat gang for us though. So uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So so the second day for me was was a, was a cool day. I got to I got to really see kind of how things come together with the scoring and uh, you know we didn't really talk about it at all but the scoring at PACA well Andrew kind of mentioned it uh, is like very very different sports and hobby are very very highly weighted so like you get battle points 25 battle points is all you get but then paint 
in sports points are Matt's max paint points is 25 points. So it's equal with battle and then sports also get added in there. So you can go three and two and get fourth place overall. You can go four and one and beat someone who went five and oh, which happened last year with Ryan Nichols. So it's like that seeing all that come together and seeing that, like, you know, Jake Trunzo, Brendan and Sean were in first or in contention for first looking at just battle points, but then seeing where that shakes out at the end after the hobby and sports are put in, it's like, this mm-hmm. is, this is, I love this. It's, it's what, I, what I like about it is it's like the, so I always talk about like the three pillars of AOS and um, I think, so you've got like the three pillars and I think you just have this one like overriding atmosphere and the, the number one is community, but the three pillars are for me, it's narrative uh, hobby and, and gaming. Right. Um, and it's like those three pillars are equally represented at PACA, if that makes sense, like equally that they're, they're just, all three are, are, are perfectly, um, exemplified with maybe like community kind of standing in for, for, for narrative or fluff or, or, or whatever, but it's really cool the way it's weighted that way. And I, I wouldn't think that I would love that personally, this, this former, you know, e-sport kind of a-hole once upon a time, like never went as hard as like Halo with the Magic the Gathering grinder, but there was a time when we used to do those tournaments together, you know, like, um, I put a down payment on a house once upon a time with, uh, with magic cards I sold and some winnings I made, like, um, it's, uh, you know, to, 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 to one day then be like, this was, you know, it's like this and, and Holy Havoc. I haven't made a Holy Wars yet. This Holy Havoc and, and Brew City were basically like my three favorite tournaments. And that's just like a, you know, a weird place to be at for someone who thought he'd be more of a filthy, dirty whack player uh, coming in initially into Age of Sigmar. But I feel like you can kind of take care of and scratch that need to be the best general itch at PACA very easily because you do have the Sean's and the, and the, and the Jake's and, and the Brendan's of the world, uh, Trunzo, who's probably also one of the, one of the greatest. We maybe don't talk about nearly how, how great he is at the game, but he took second at Adepticon and the guy's always crushing it. Uh, first at PACA. Um, like you're still going to get like second place or better. Second place or better. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> consistently at the top. Um, even, even when there's not hobby weighted in, like he's a fantastic player. So you're still going to get, like strong games as strong as you'll get anywhere else that kind of takes care of itself with just the caliber of player we have in the midwest but then to show up and be like i just want to see my friends i haven't gotten to play a where that time slot i know it's maybe i could i haven't talked about it enough but like taking place where it does and we've got CanCon and lvo going on but then like in the midwest you're like dead a winner we haven't played a tournament since Havoc back in November, and that was a doubles. So realistically, we not have e- might not have even played since October with Dragonfall. And you just have this, like, big void. You probably have your new... This is a nice little chunk to get your hobby project in front of you, by the way. You pick up a new army in, like, October, November, and you, you, you work towards it through the holidays into, into that PACA. Like, you've got a nice chunk of time where you're not rushing toward a tournament to get an ar- a good-looking army together... Then you get this great excuse to, to get away, see your friends again, you know, kind of in the quiet north and drink some beer and have a great time. It's it's such a, the atmosphere and and 
region and timing of it it's just this perfect like the three spheres of the game come together these sort of outside elements come together i think really perfectly to make it such a such a unique and, and interesting event um and uh i mean i think that segues really nicely into i i hope it sticks around and uh you know i maybe you can lend some uh well, there's two things real quick before we get real to that. Quick, real, real quick, real quick. Uh, well, there's one, the one, more, one other thing. Yeah, go ahead with it. You might... With, uh, you know, struggling, as a struggling hobbyist, I'm divided on hobby, like we were talking about hobby being so heavily weighted. Yeah. And the greatest thing about this, and you can kind of attest to this because you, you asked me multiple times, but you score your own paint. And yes. the whole thing, and, you know, the way that Raj wanted it to be when he decided that's how scoring your own paint was going to go was just to honestly reflect on the effort that you put in. And if, if you put the time and effort in and you, you know what you did. So if you did these things, you're getting full points. It's just the points after that, the extra credit, if you will, to get you in the category of best painted, best overall, yeah, like you're not... that kind of stuff. Like, I think, I think it's, excellent because we go, we go through and look at all of them and then we decide you know these are the ones we think are the best and then we you know have our conversations but if if you put the time into shade and highlight maybe you know the things you highlighted and we're not seeing them and we can look closer and see that you did or things like that so like it's not it doesn't hurt you with hobby being weighted it just it, it, it rewards the full aspect of of everything well erda erda my struggle was very real and very pronounced my friend like i you you were here you were here in, in i think every <laughs> single one of my 20 or one every single one of my 12 hour streams leading up to paca you were here for a lot of those i um my struggle was real but like then i got handed this checklist and it said hey andrew uh, i'm sorry mephisto i'm gonna be on brand here how did you think you did to this you know, like it, it's, it, it was like, God, this event was just like, it was, it was freaking affirming for me because it was the hard work of, of, Hey, I need to, this is the tournament that got away. This, it became like a metaphor for showing that I had conquered my mental health issues from the year before in like a weird sort of way, you know, um, like this, this, like it was showing me that I had like got, I had, I had won in the end, just getting there with this project that started kind of in in October with falling in love with the army, but I didn't get all my boxes until in January, so I had to rush it a little bit more. But theoretically, if I I had picked up that army after after, you know, like so all the armies are out, we didn't get twelve books in a year like we did last year. You know, all the players going into into like October as far as releases go, and you pick up that hobby project. Had I been a little bit healthier on schedule that way, I, I it, it didn't matter. But, but I got to that thing and I went, and I went here, grab your sheet of paper and look at your army and look at what you did. And I had this moment of like self-achievement. I didn't need a fucking trophy. I went down the checklist and I went, no, hell yeah, I did that. Like, it's not as awesome as I wanted to be here. And there was one where it's like, well, are the highlights consistent through? And I'm like, I know they weren't. So I'm like, no, they're not. And like, so I didn't fill in that box. And there was these little check ones where I went like, hell yeah, I did that. And they're like, well, how is your your army reflected in the, uh, in the realm. I'm like, motherfucker, if they don't give me this point, you know, like I painted my skeletons black for a goddamn reason. They're from Ulgu and they're made with the shadow beast from Ulgu. That's why they're, that's why they're still petrifex too. Because have you ever seen fucking fossils before they get cleaned? They're black. 
You know, one step away from a fossil is fucking oil, and that's black. Don't at me. I'm right here. So I, like, got really aggressive with my description, you know? Because like, the, uh, so, uh, for those of you, there's a, there was a box, like, is your, like, is your army, army's, like, realm represented in your hobby? And I got, like, real aggressive with my description, like, pleading my case. <laughs> So, like, I wrote, like, a whole handwritten paragraph, filled up the whole box uh, for why it was. Bryce, did I get that point? Did yeah, I... you, do you get every point you give yourself as long as it's not blatantly obvious you didn't do it? Okay, so I got that point. But, like, I, I'm like, they're fucking black skeletons. Of course they're from Ulgu. <laughs> like, I don't have an Ulgu artifact in my army, but I was sure to say my army's from Ulgu for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I even, uh, I, I was even, like, I didn't want to take the purple sun of, of Shyish for, like, a, uh, it's a fun, so, fun versus narrative happened. I was going to take the, uh, Geminids, because they're from Ulgu. I'm like, of course I should have Geminids, because my army's from Ulgu. They're Ulgish. Um, and then in the end, I'm like, oh, no, no, go with the fun thing, which is the purple sun. Um, I do not regret it, by the way. Um, because I did kill 20 out of, like, 60 <laughs> models. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, um, that, that paint marathon and then getting the little checklist. It's like, um, if the goal, and, and this is Andrew, you and I have talked about this a little bit where you're like, you want to enter golden demon and you're like, and you're like, I don't know if I'm yet to the level of winning a golden demon or a crystal brush or whatever. And I'm like, it's not about winning the, it, it, like winning the, the medal at the end of it. I mean, that is a good carrot on a stick but that first barrier for any competition and it might be different for other people is yourself you got to beat yourself getting to the point where you go i'm going to put this for 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 the golden demon i'm going to enter this model into golden demon that right there is the first thing you got to conquer and and in that respect the self checklist and stuff like that like it's a little uh, it's a little intimidating but on the other hand like Trophies will take care of themselves if you take care of yourself and all those achievements and you're practicing the right way and you're getting in your reps and you're doing everything that, that you honestly know you need to do to get better. And hobby is no different from, from going from being on a 3-2 and two threshold and wanting to go 4-1 and one or, or being 4-1 and one and wanting to win it all. Like, it's no different from anything else. You you know you got to put in the honest work. There's not going to be any shortcuts. You Whether it's painting, getting better at writing and telling your story or winning games. And, uh... Instead of getting any hobby done tonight, I'm on Bryce Drinking Water Watch 2020. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, and, and I know, and I came away from PACA going, my army's not to where I want it to be right now. And so I'm there's the Water Watch there. Um, I didn't run my five skeletons because I started, and I'm going to show the camera here. Uh, so I started with the banner. It's purple. Uh, and I started getting my base coat for my formula of black down on the skeleton horses. That is gray. In the hotel, I, I had about, probably got about seven good hours for me, which is about as much time as I need to paint five models. Um, badly. Five models badly, should be noted. Um, and I said no. I, I looked over at Haywell, who's already laying in bed, and I'm like, I could rush these, but I'm not. I want to do these good. And I was looking at some of the intricacies of the model... And, like, Mortec Guard, I covered up some of the, the, the shortcuts I took by, like, sticky-tacking their shields literally to them. Um, because I knew I'm going to take them off and go back in and finish up the uh, glow gems and some stuff that I, I just didn't finish. I'm, like, I'm looking at the details here, and I'm, like, if I rush this, 
I won't be able to fix this. Not with my ability. You know, that some a better painter could absolutely. But I'm like, if I fish, fit, if I rush this and I don't go through my order of operations, it's I'm not going to be able to fix it down the line. Um, and so I just said, no, I'll play 180 points down. Um, so like that was a weird. I felt like I grew that. Like I, I felt like my hobby brush grew five sizes that day or whatever the fucking <laughs> quote is, because I'm very much a, you know, I'm very much like more firmly in the competitive play game sphere, but I'm trying to get better at hobby. I just, I um, I want to win a hobby award in the next couple of years. Like that's my goal is is to get to that point. And I have a huge gulf between my army and Andrew and Bryce and any of these other folks. So part two of that goal is to paint my army really well and then part two is to like uh sabotage your vehicles so <laughs> i think i think i can make that happen all right man i got 10 minutes all right so um so uh we can, we can let andrew do his announcement all right so we'll let andrew do like more minutes than him so all right cool so uh so andrew uh you got to so the winner of of Wapaka was uh, was was uh, Adam Trunzo. He's a yes one of the best the Midwest has to offer. Absolutely, um, and you did something pretty awesome at the end of that. You walked up to him and you want to take us through that. Well, we say congratulations to Adam Tronzo, and I will admit this inspired by Jeremy Cooper. I know that he's coward, and we've never played on the board. But I was inspired by Jeremy Cooper on your show a few weeks back when they were talking about the Texas Masters. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do something that we've talked about for a few weeks now. I want to host a Masters this year in December in Madison, Wisconsin, the heart of the Midwest. And congratulations, Adam Charnzo, you're the first invitee. So to recap that, because I know he's cutting out of touch, um, uh, Jeremy Cooper was on uh, Rantcast a few a few episodes ago. He was talking about the Texas Masters, and and uh, we were like, "Man, we really want a Masters in the Midwest." And then the ultimate conclusion was just, "Just do it then," and uh, that's what we're doing. We're just gonna do that then. And basically, every uh, every winner from every Midwest event. Um, you know, so we got Paca as the first, uh, you know. Yeah, got... we got the list. It's Wapaka, LodgeCon, Holy Wars, Adepticon. We will invite the highest rated player who lives in the Midwest. So yeah. last year, yeah. it would have been Trunzo, for example, because I don't believe the winner lives in the Midwest. I think they're East Coast. City Brawl, Midwest Meltdown, FlatCon, the Michigan GT, Dragonfall, Ren 4, so we are calling Ohio the Midwest. We had a uh, long debate on whether we count yeah, Ohio as the Midwest, by the way. Take it out. Take it out. Um, the Renegade GT and the Circle City Clash, we will invite all four winning players. This puts us at 15 players. The 16th player will be a wild card, somebody who has consistently performed at all these events but maybe missed out on winning that tournament. Any players who have qualified at the Circle City Clash who have already previously qualified, that's going to be another wild card. Yeah, and so we were also talking about, like, if if so, like, if you have, like, double-up winners, so, like, say Trunzo goes on to win, like, Holy Wars or something like that. Yeah. Um. Then we'll go down to the second place. 
So yes, for the second event. Yeah, for the second event, and it's just it's got to be like an order of operations. You know, if you're already qualified, you're already qualified. Yep. Then we'll just go to the next person who hasn't qualified, type thing. Um, it might not be a perfect system starting out. Maybe we'll do a point system down the line, but it gets us to 16, which is proper Swiss for a Midwest mes Masters in December. Yep. And so that's the goal. Um, I like the idea of the wild card being a little bit like a Haywo and I draft them type thing, but uh, maybe that's a next time thing. Um, and the yeah, main you do a, maybe or maybe a sports shout. You just yell at each other about who's truly deserving of the goal. Yeah, yeah, we could do some sort of like uh, cast that way. So Midwest Melt, uh, Mid, uh, Midwest Masters. Uh, it's going to be in Madison. It's going to be in December, uh, and we hope to get sixteen uh, eligible individuals uh, together for that. Uh, with the goal. The big goal of, at some point, we're going to take the top four. And by some point, I mean next year, the following year. I want to take the top. This is a me thing. I don't know if you're on board with this. Uh, I want to take <laughs> yeah. the four, the, the, the top four from, from the Midwest Masters. And I want to go into Texas and punch their best four in the mouth. Take their trophies back to, back to Wisconsin. And we're going to call Meeting that the St. Louis. It could be any number. Yeah, well, it could be a neutral First ground. Year, neutral ground. You know, next Next Adepticon yeah. on a Friday night. It could be informal. The US champion. Yeah. yeah. US champion. Yeah, the, follow the, the following Adepticon, just like a, a in the pickup tables in the hallway, uh, we, we uh, elect one of ours from the Midwest ma uh, Masters to, to fight one of theirs from the Texas Masters. Midwest Masters, so Trunz was qualified. Uh, we'll see who qualifies uh, this weekend or next weekend for LodgeCon. Next weekend. Next weekend. Right, Great. Brendan, maybe? I think it's next weekend. I'm probably wrong, though. So tentative dates, 13th and 14th. We'll be up on Twitter soon, waiting on some logos to get made. <laughs> Ohio State can leave. Well, Bryce. Yeah, and I mean, if we need to jettison Ohio out, I think we can find another another tournament to put in there. Um. <laughs> well, the problem is they won't have a home other. Because they're the not problem? the South and they're not the East Coast, so I think they have to be yeah, with they're, us. They're just Ohio. Yeah, they're just Ohio. Yeah, we. I mean, again, we already debated about this. We we didn't know. Yeah. Ah, man. Uh, okay. Well, we're welcoming part of, here. Part of Midwest, being so. yes, part of being Midwestern is being welcoming. So we'll welcome them because the <laughs> East Coast certainly won't. Um, and the South, like who knows? So, uh, <laughs> Ohio wants to be in the South. You know we could we could send them south, but but I think and that the 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 idea is that like maybe eventually as we well eventually we're gonna the U.S. Masters is gonna end up just being like north versus south for the probably the first one, uh, but then from there yeah. we figure that the East Coast will sort out theirs and the West Coast will figure out theirs and there there can be some sort of yeah they gotta get on it yeah yeah and so we'll figure like everyone will just yeah if you build it they will come right um, we we spent a while without a Masters. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh man andrew th i know you gotta get uh, you gotta get rolling you, anything else to add there anything else to to say or anything you want to put on blast no i had a great weekend yeah it's good time i i passed out so hard last night <laughs> i was so exhausted i had no memory of our car trip home i was beat I slept Monday night as well, and then I was back to my insomniac ways last night. I uh, went to bed at like ten o'clock, and I was up at like I don't know two a.m. or something like that. And I've been going since. So, um, yeah. yeah, my insomnia came back full force. I guess without knowing, I've got Ulgu tomorrow. I just don't sleep as well as. 
Um, yeah, it, 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 we got to get some like green jackets for the winners. Oh man, the, the possibilities are endless for the Masters system. Um, oh, yeah. All right, man, I'll let you go, and then Bryce and I uh, will we'll finish up uh, uh, talking about this. Uh, uh, all right, then I'll have to catch the end for Bryce's announcement. There you go. <laughs> all right, Bryce. So, all right. Good night, everybody on the show. I will see you next. Later. Um. So. So I, I guess, how do you feel about the this Masters notion? No, I think it's cool. Are you gonna have a best sports or? Well, okay. So <laughs> we're we're drawing a lot from maybe that'll be the wild card. We'll just take like the greatest sportsman. <laughs> They just get stomped. Yeah, the green. Uh, I don't think. I see a lot of the people who tend to win sports aren't like just, you know, they're not like per, like bad players per se or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, one of the things that, uh, if, again, if you watch the the Jeremy Cooper episode, I think it's really, um, just really, it's a really good episode. But we talk about a lot of this. They have a uh, requirement. For master their masters sort of bid events that you have to have hobby and you have to have sports you have to have them like the degrees to which uh like are up to the individual like areas so like austin has their own like set of tournaments and qualifiers to to do it and dallas has their own set and they just they have it split up over regions and stuff um and what's nice about that is you leave the agency to those regions for the most part and then, um, yeah, so you leave, you leave the, uh, you, you leave those regions kind of in charge of their own fate. Uh, and then you just kind of get together as like with this council to like figure it all, figure out what the master tournament is for everybody. So like yeah. every region kind of handles their stuff. And I, I see us following a very similar sort of, you know, you know, yeah. Uh, Andrew is being real brash and he's saying he's the guy. Uh, and all that, but like we all want it, you know. I think a lot of people do want this, and we've talked to a bunch of other people about it. And then from there, it's like, yeah, we can figure out the the minutia of it. Uh, we can bring in, you know, a council and do all that stuff down the line. But just get something going, man. Just get people playing games, right? And we want more excuses. Yeah, no, it's cool to play some games. Um, and uh, you guys are gonna lose lose me on the visual because it's weird just staring at Bryce in a really like really really big format. Um, <laughs> Tom McClure, yeah, Tom McClure is is just twelve spots for the sports. <laughs> 16, 16 sportsman tournaments. See, I, I mean, but that could be fun too. Is like, and then setting up like, like the the other sort of spawns of that. But you just, it's it's just been uh the last couple of years in particular for AOS. You look at events and you look at like people coming into the game has essentially doubled two years in a row. And the the number of tournament the tournament uh, the tournament turnouts have essentially doubled along along the same uh, same line. But but yeah, um, and then I think you could take something like the Masters and then have like a, a crystal brush slash golden demon side thing and have entries to make it more interesting for other people to 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 spectate, you know. But not necessarily have to like, you know, also spend their weekend on anyway, anyway. So enough about the Masters. Back to Paca, um, because I think this is uh, yeah, pleh, competitive players to spit on them. No, um, <laughs> so so back to Paca. This is the last Paca. Um, there was a pretty heartfelt sort of uh, moment there. I think there was sort of a almost like a little uh, aura to it the entire weekend. Um, yeah, you know, there's a, a somberness to it. 
um, it was, uh, it was pronounced. And I remember there's a moment when they're doing the beer, the beer hoisting. And, you know, I have, and I was just like watching and I'm like, man, 11 years of that. And I'm just like, I missed 10 of them. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I can imagine like, well, what happens if you had like a dead heat? not just in the club thing would you beer hoist for like if if trunzo and and andrew had tied on the best objective would they have had to hoist <laughs> you know that is that is a great idea <laughs> yeah and so i i thought about uh i thought about a lot of that stuff and and uh i would i want to see this keep going forward and of course i've heard rumors and it was confirmed there you uh you knelt down uh before yep. raj and bear and uh and uh you were extended uh the uh, like a light actually shined i don't know if you saw it because you were kind of kneeling <laughs> but like it looked like some of the panels in in that hall opened up and some light yeah, came down yeah. and a hat was laid upon your head it said uh <laughs> well what did it say bryce uh captain dipshit <laughs> and i and raj announced me the the next captain dipshit it was uh a long-running joke, a hat that Bear bought for Raj when he gave the tournament to him, and then Bear found another one and bought it for me, for Raj to give to me. And, like, I've, I've had some pretty cool moments in my life playing sports and stuff. You know, I've been in state championships and other things like that. And, like, this was one of the top five moments I think I've ever had, like, in front of people. To, to as silly as it sounds but to stand up and like have the reception that i had because i was really worried about it i know that like i don't know some of those guys really well that have been longtime attendees and you know i'm pretty new in the in the whole scheme of the hobby and just to stand up and get a standing ovation from everyone in the room was like you know brought a tear to my eye type of a situation and it was just a super cool and like a reassuring moment that this was the right choice to make because you know it's it's something that means a lot to a lot of people and i didn't want to just take it and and do my thing to it and have people pissed about it or something like that so you know i still can i still can mess it up <laughs> but just to know in that moment that people were like yeah this is i'm there a lot of people then after came up and said they were so glad and all this stuff so i'm, I'm excited about well, the future with it well i um i i think um i mean you, you shared a little bit of a personal moment regarding paca a little bit earlier on i can't think of anyone better personally and i i haven't been in the community like super long either but i've really tried hard to like respect and learn as much as i can about about the events and the people and, and all that and like i said you shared that moment and i just went you get what it can mean to have that event at, at its purest form. And so I'm like, they're, you're going to do great, man. You're going to crush it. Yeah. So, so, and I know that, oh, go, go on. You, you sound like you had something on. Yeah, no, I just like, it's, I think having a, a fresh set of hands on it is going to be a really good thing. Um, because, you know, when you're not invested in 
the game, it's hard to be super invested in your tournament. And not yeah. to say that Raj had checked checked out or anything like that, but you know, start, you could tell that he kind of started losing the passion for some of the things. Some of the the zany ideas hadn't been there, like mustache contest and the man of intrigue and things <laughs> like that. That are just these things you hear and you're like, that sounds awesome. What is it? So I I hope to rekindle that fire and bring some of those things back and and really kind of hammer home the club aspect of things the the fun things that you know no one told a story except for detroit about a game everyone's stories that they told of their favorite memory were moments that happened outside of the game with the people they were with with the things that happened there and those are the kind of things that i want to keep making happen so there'll be games there'll be winners and losers but what's important to me is that the memories are there and i want to continue to find ways to make sure that that drive stays there and that people you know but people from overseas and from canada and wherever else you know people from all over the world have gone to paca in Walpaca, wisconsin like that that's just a crazy <laughs> statement that someone from from britain flew here to go to Wapaco, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, no one would ever believe that, and especially when you say to play a wargaming <laughs> game. And, like, they do it because of how cool they hear these stories and the things that happen. Well, they so, want these stories, too. Yeah, they want them yeah, to be part of so, their, their journey. That's the plan. That's the plan is to, to make sure that that can happen for 10, 11 more years until there's a... There's a young in to take over for me. To be the next Captain Dipshit uh, for you, <laughs> and you put the hat on their exactly. head. Yeah. Um. No. I. I am. Um, like I, I'm. Got my own personal stories, but I was telling Haywo, we were just fucking. We couldn't stop laughing on. Um. It was actually. It was actually today. We we were we were talking some show stuff. Um. And, uh, and the conversation came up about Ulgu, and we just, like, we couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, this is the joke we're going to keep making for years about, like, because, like, cause my insomnia is just, like, a part of just who I am. And we've got a bunch of stories about him staying up late back in college and us, like, making up just stupid D&D characters and stuff like that. We were laughing about the Ulgu thing. And we're yeah. just like, we're going to keep laughing about this one, aren't we? And I'm just like, yep. <laughs> It's like, oh, like I'm gonna sleep tonight, like, uh, like I'm Nagash, knowing I've got Ulgu tomorrow, like, just uh, <laughs> like a baby, and just, um, yeah, I mean that one. It's just, man, it's like you want those stories, and and I think it, it's it's got a lot of those. It's got it, it's got so much potential for that time slot and Wapaka. Okay, <laughs> I can't I can't say it the normal Wisconsin way because of the tournament. Now <laughs> it's ruined my vernacular. Um, yes. Can you can you maybe tease? Because I heard you, like, I I know it was just like people, like wanting it to stick around and just like oh man if it stuck around and we had some conversations along those lines you know, but are you able to share any maybe ideas you might have at this these preliminary stages anything you think you you might you got rolling around in the head? I mean, um, there's a lot of a lot of things I think that I need to think about i definitely have full intentions and a team of people that have already stepped up and um to help remake a lot of terrain um the the main goal is to kind of refresh that terrain because they they have beautiful terrain but it's fantasy terrain right so you know there's a difference between that and and 
I remember when I first was getting into this hobby, I saw pictures on whatever Pinterest or Instagram or whatever it was of these awesome terrain pieces. And they were from alpaca, like the jungle table that if you search like lizard men temple, one of the first images that comes up is this pool with the skink in it and the rip water rippling away from it. That's a alpaca table. So like there's, I, I want to bring back terrain that people see and they're like, holy shit, this is cool. I want to play there. Mm -hmm. Uh, probably not her, her level terrain because that can get a little complicated for the games. I still want it to be a place where people can come and practice for their Adepticon list or play their serious stuff. I don't want to discourage anyone from doing that, but I want to make sure the tables look beautiful while they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's one thing that definitely is going to happen. Um, I've gone back and forth a ton on if I want to change some formatting of things and I'm still going back and forth and I'm, you know, I'm, I want to talk to people who have been there from the beginning and have, you know, strong ties to it to, to see what they feel and things that they remember that they'd like to see happen again. So I, I don't have any form of announcement to make regarding that just yet, but I can say that I commissioned someone today to make the logo for the new event Oh. Um, <laughs> you have a name already? I have a name. Okay. I will not say that name. Okay. Um, okay. Because it will be revealed in a much better way than me just saying it. Um, okay. All right. So you got to have a little tease that way. So there will be a pretty epic rollout, unless I fall on my face in the attempt to make it. Uh, I'm using, I'm trying to do things I have, have no skill in. So I'm trying to make sure I find the resources that can help me do it. But. If it goes as it is up here in my head, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Um, I'm sure it'll be cool either way, man. The the yeah. uh, heart and passion get you a long way when it comes to this hobby. I, I think they'll get you a long way with the uh, with Neo Paca. Yeah. So <laughs> it definitely it, it will still be in Alpaca. It will still be the same weekend, the uh, the weekend before the Super Bowl. Um, I, you know the weather sucks but uh that's that's time uh that it is and i, I forget who said it, it might have been brendan it might greg i can't remember but someone was like you know what my favorite thing about wapak is is the weather sucks getting here but once you're here it's awesome because no one wants to leave because it's so shitty outside so you're stuck with everyone all weekend it's not like at adepticon where people stay off site and people go to different restaurants you're literally some days like friday night stuck in the hotel and you'd be an absolute idiot to drive 40 minutes home like me <laughs> um yeah. so you're just literally stuck there and that as much as it sucks and you know please take the five and a half hours to get there because it's better to get there in one piece but yes once you're there you're just like it's super cool and like it's just like you're in the middle of absolutely nowhere with a bunch of people from all over the Midwest it's, or the world and just like hanging out. One of the, it's just, it's, it's one of these things that's hard to pin down and describe and, uh, and good day coach. Uh, welcome to, welcome to Rantcast. Uh, one of the things that's difficult to pin down about this tournament versus some others is like, like Adepticon is a spectacle. And I think Midwest meltdown like actually has achieved that spectacle level too. Where like, it's just, it's such a big event that it's, it's the spectacle. It was like 90 people at Wapaka. It didn't feel like a spectacle. It felt like a 
like a sh- like one of those like shut in or close in events where you like you know like the the team building exercises. It felt more yeah. like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like we all go to a ski cabin and it's like a like a you know we're there and it's just it there's some stuff that it's it just it's 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 hard to pin down the vibe unless you're unless you're there or until you're there. But once you are, you go, "Yup, this is it." Like and and again, I've heard the stories. And I'm like, yep, can confirm. And I even went on like kind of more of a somber, a, like a somber weekend. But it was still like, because it's the last one. I think there was there was a little bit of that in the air. But there was also that like ho- hope of renewal and seeing the new thing. Um, I've been asked now, oh, what was Wapaka? We saw you grinding for Paka, like all your streams or or all your tweets or you know me telling a couple people on Discord, like, oh yeah, I just got back from Paka. Oh, what's that? And the like elevator pitch I give them is like it's the most Wisconsin Age of Sigmar tournament you'll ever go to. <laughs> um, are you going to be able to keep that vibe? Do you think? Is it, am I still going to be able yeah. to claim that? Okay, is it going to be called BryceCon first of all? It is not. <laughs> okay. okay. It will have a name, <laughs> and the name will not include my name. Um, but yeah, I think I think for for anyone who knows me. And I, I, at least I hope, like, the one thing that I try to guarantee in every game that I play is that the person across the table from me has a good time, even That's if that means game. that I don't have a great time. So, like, I, I want that to be the experience everyone would have at an event that I run. And I think, like, that's what makes it Wisconsin, right, is everyone's just having a blast. Well, the, the beer also epitome of the beer. midwest right like we're drunk and we just want to hug each other right and the wisconsin that... goodbye <laughs> so oh. I, I think that that's the thing i feel most oh. confident in is that i can continue the wall pack of feel um i just i just there's a few things that i want to change and I, like you I said it'll be for the best like you said they're they've been dis- detached from age of sigmar for a little while um and infusing it with more of the age of sigmar you know but then keeping i don't think it's it's certainly a challenge but i don't think it's undoable and i i I, like i said i think you i think you can do it i think you're more than capable of this there's a little bit of like when you you're removed from the thing that you're doing you know like i i to, to shout cast league of legends i had to play league of legends you know like i had to be in it because if i'm shout casting it and i don't know the game anymore even if I'm the best shoutcaster in the world, if I if you don't sense that I'm attached to it, you're gonna you're gonna pull away as an audience member. It just yeah. happens, you know. Um, but like with 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 you being, I think like I think the changes that you're gonna bring to it, I think are gonna refresh it. I don't think it's gonna be, I don't think it's gonna be one of those situations where you've forgotten the face of your father type things. And <laughs> no one's gonna wreck. I don't see that happening. Um, like I said, there's just there's just something in the air when it comes to Paca. Uh, I think that you even, uh, I, I think that you you keep a, a, a nod towards that. You do some you do some cool new terrain. Uh, you bring in some more of an AOS stuff. Maybe have an OP award. I don't know. Um, something <laughs> along those lines. Something very Wisconsin-y. Keep the beer hoisting. It's my favorite thing. Maybe incorporate it a little bit more. Uh, there's the club element was great. Um, it it was a little, little muted. Uh, I've heard I've heard legends of some of the the shenanigans these clubs got into from previous packas. So uh, I did ask about that, and yeah. the answer it makes a whole lot of sense once you're not drunk. And uh, 
it's a liability issue, right? Like, Raj <laughs> signs the waiver, and yeah. people mess stuff up when they're drunk and hammered and throwing kegs through windows and breaking urinals off the wall. Right. Raj has to pay for all that. So right. that's why those things are never sanctioned if they happen. <laughs> uh, it's it's incorporated, but they're never uh, forced. So and they're not. A, they're not. You mean they don't put they don't put that stuff in the pack? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you learn from the benefit of Raj's uh, experience on that one. I suppose. What, no, like, stealing each other's flags and, like, hiding them out in the golf course or anything anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, I think there's room for, for some, some more club Shana- competition. Some club and competition. And I think, like, we're kind of seeing, like, in the Midwest, I don't, again, I can't speak for other places, but for the Midwest, like, we're kind of seeing a little bit of a resurgence of, of club yeah. pride if you will yes and maybe it's just because uh swisco kings are trying to take over the whole state now and is that what it is <laughs> the hostile taker over of the wisco kings you guys have been on a tear for hobby awards lately and it's like like uh i i i can't even call andrew yells a clubmate anymore it used to be yeah. just like me and like haywo me and him where we're just getting into age of sigmar and figuring it all out again he's like oh yeah i have all these friends back from like my point days or whatever and like oh yeah they're all the wisco kings i'm just gonna go like hang out with them like <laughs> okay man like cold shoulder much yeah you know when you inherit andrew butcher and trunzo like your hobby awards are gonna be just you're fine, just gonna win so. them all you're just gonna win them all like okay but you need i'll never surrender says hobby bear <laughs> <laughs> no i like uh see i've been i've been uh my uh I'm a, I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be an ambassador and stuff. That's the real reason I'm not in a club and not because no one's invited me and everyone hates me. <laughs> I don't feel bad about it at all. I'm just trying to, you know, remain a neutral party here. Um, I think, I think it's just Butcher is still probably salty about Nagash and the team tournament. I can't help it that we played spoiler. fucking nagash like we i got so, my first meeting of butcher was salty butcher right like he's got it or what, what's it, salty mike or he's got his own moniker Rest, when he, resting bitch face mike is that is that the moniker yeah yeah yeah, yeah or, like rbf mike i met that version of him at the table it was actually a great game it was really fun that was like kind of when i first met you and him um actually and, and that was that was i just fucking hate nagash it's a good game i just fucking hate nagash i'm like okay yeah i just fucking hate that model and little did yeah, i know warhammer at face. warhammer face yeah it wasn't until that time like i hadn't yet known that like that brendan had been terrorizing the brendan and, and like detroit had been terrorizing the midwest with nagash yet <laughs> i didn't know i'm sorry butch man i'm sorry i hope we can be friends man um, no, I, I, uh, I love the club pride. I think with, uh, Circle City Clash, I think you're seeing a little bit, the pride coming back a little bit. Um, that stuff's cool. I, I think that, look, we, we like, we root for sports for a reason, right? Like, even though, uh, you don't have like any, no matter how strongly I yelled for the Packers to win against the 49ers, oh, sorry, too soon. Uh, no matter how much I scream at a Milwaukee Bucks game, like it doesn't mean Giannis is gonna dunk any harder necessarily, um, but like that 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 rooting interest is still great. And then when you're actually you you take that same sort of rooting interest, want my club to do well, camaraderie, and then you're a part of it as well. I, it's just even bigger and more fun. You know, I just I, that stuff is great. 
Congrats on OBR no longer being the most hated army, by the way. I guess you're no longer a bad person. <laughs> Thank you, Blob. Um, I know, I know. Um, relatively speaking, I think that was, uh, I think that was short-lived. I think that was, that was, as far as, like, catching heat, OBR caught heat. Uh, so we got our rules teased. Uh, crematorians was the best, I was told, by our rule, during our rules tease moment. Uh, and then the heat started there, saying we were NPE before the book was out. And it lasted all the way until the first real tournament uh, for us to not be the thing that's hated anymore. Giannis might actually dunk harder. The source of his power is unknown. It's true. It's true. <laughs> that is true. Like, uh, <laughs> OBR still jerks. Don't get too far ahead. You know, coach, you're throwing a lot of shade for someone who's going to be my teammate at Midwest Meltdown. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Paca uh, 2.0. Uh, the... Seek the top secret named uh, Packet 2.0, uh, yes. Bryce Man. Uh, I wish you all the luck. I will help you in any way I can if you'll let me. Um, and uh, <laughs> obviously, once you have a name, uh, once we maybe come back on the show, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Once you have some more details, because I want uh, I people come to more Wisconsin tournaments, especially the most Wisconsin tournament asterisk. Uh, <laughs> That we have, that we're capable of. Um, and, uh... <laughs> the tournament with no name is not BryceCon. Ahem, <laughs> BryceCon. <laughs> Bryce Hammer. Ooh, I like Bryce Hammer. Bryce Hammer. I like Bryce Hammer. I hope you're writing these down. <laughs> Internationally recognized as BryceCon. Or, like, it could be, like, the event formerly known as BryceCon. Yeah. Bryce Warhammer Championships. Ah, I like Bryce Hammer better. <laughs> Anything you want to put on blast besides the obvious? Any shout outs? Um, I, I, with with the PACA announcement, I definitely want to give the Plane and Slaying crew props as well as Mark Ramchek because without them, this terrain dream would not happen. Um, they, if anyone's ever listened to the show but before, know that. Troy and Josh love to fall into a well of IT talk in their files and their stable things and other words that Ty and I have no idea what they mean. And uh, so they they have printers running already, printing stuff for me. Wow. And Mark Mark has jumped on board and has two printers running for me. So without them, and I, I know that I'll force Ty to help me paint, and he'll he'll be happy about it because I'm going to teach him how to airbrush through this process. So. Um, Without them, there's no way that this would happen. So, um, and everyone else that's offered you, Brendan, you know, I, I get messages all the time now saying I'll help in any way I can. Um, I appreciate it all, and and I want more than anything, just like Doma says, playing it because I want good people there playing. Well, so. that that was that was one of the things you said said to me is like you want the good people to play in it too, and and I think that's really important. You you talk about like the walking around and like the getting that perspective and seeing the guy run his little model up the up the centerpiece on the table that was like his little quest you want people like that playing in the tournament too and mm -hmm. so you can't take them all to help you make the tournament otherwise they won't have the great <laughs> games that's why i was a little i was a little sad at packer when i first walked up and i'm like oh bryce isn't playing like i was a little sad <laughs> and then like i'm like ah oh right and like i figured it out by the end of it i'm like ah that's why and he's fi okay okay but <laughs> 
But it was like, yeah, you want the great play. You know, if like you walk into a, a, a like a you walk into Bruce City Brawl and like you know you Domus, um, you know Ty and like Adam Trunzo are all helping Bryce or uh, all helping Brendan run Bruce City. You're like, oh, d- dang it, you know, like you want to, <laughs> you know, those are people you want to see on the table or 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 here on the table next to you. Um. There is one other Odin. I don't know where he is. If I can get him to come. Yeah, Mochi has been elusive. She was He's the... like, you've been ignoring me for so long. Yeah. You talk for... Yeah, two hours and 18 minutes of ignoring uh, the doggo. Yeah. Um... Hmm. Okay, I got him to come, I think. There we he go. He just won't come closer. There we go. We gotta get a Corgi on camera to announce... The one announcement that I'll actually make. Can we see him? See yeah, myself. we got him. We got him. Yeah. There's Odin. So I'm I haven't decided exactly which award yet will be this, but there will be a golden corgi given Ooh. away at Wapaka twenty twenty one. So there will be a golden corgi award at PACA uh twenty twenty one. It likely will be a special award that I pick. But everyone knows my love for these things. And uh the so, award will be extra special. So if I bring Mochi to Paka as part of my, like, say, display board, um, yeah. will this increase I, I my... do like the idea. Dave Dave said we should just get, like, hire a rover and have anyone that has a Corgi be allowed to bring it because we'd have at least three Corgi the event if we did that. Yeah, that'd be cool. So... <laughs> yeah, I like this. This is getting better. So, like... All you had to say is is PACA 2021, or the event formerly known as PACA 2021, uh, now with three more three times the amount of Corgi. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sold. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't come, I don't want them there. Yeah, yeah. And you said it's going to be in like likely the same venue, if not one of the, you know, it's going to be a It'll variety. be where it was this year or where it was last year. Fair enough. So. Now with 300% more Corgi. all right man um anything else you want to uh finish up on any lingering soapbox moments you got on you for the rat cast are we closing out fuck yes i do okay Um, here we go oh the resolve we didn't even even talk i mean i briefly said how cool someone's pants are but are you kidding me when is the rat cast when are we doing this I need to. I need at least an hour to talk about Elf, and I don't have an hour right now. I um. I want, see, I want a pre. Uh, we already got too much. I got lore, which is beautiful, yeah. and I loved every word I read. But I want. I want. Before the book comes out, hype, and when the book comes out, hype. You know what? We'll book it, man. I I don't have any guests booked for February. You tell me. Uh, you tell me your day. Your day. Oh no, I've got I've got Joe Pagano and um, the gentleman who ran the LVO. Um, I can't, I'm struggling to remember his name right off the top of my head. Um, the you gentleman, have Joe. That, that yeah. means that you're about to uh, become no, a... no, no. He's coming on. He knows ahead of time that uh, Rantcast Incorporated or Incorporated is uh, is not for sale, and we're not open to hostile takeovers. Uh, first, if he wants, if 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 Rage of Sigmar wants Rantcast, they gotta start by taking back their pr- properties I've already conquered from them. Like, <laughs> like, and if he's not careful, I'm coming for his title. 
Um, <laughs> like I'm gonna start running. I'm gonna start running smack and cutting promos against Joe Pagano, <laughs> and maybe at Nashcon this year, uh, we might have another intergalactic challenge. I just <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> they got to go through the wolves of chaos first. That damn straight. Marox got my back. Look at that. Um, no, so uh, Joe Pagano. Joe Pagano. You know, uh, interdimensional Warhammer champion of the multiverse. Joe Pagano. Yeah, that Joe Pagano, <laughs> whose title might end up on the line after a rant cast in the future. Um, who knows? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've got Joe Pagano. He's lined up. It's uh, fluid because uh, I want him to be. I want to get the full Joe on Rantcast. We might actually make a black hole. I don't know if his personality <laughs> and my personality are on the same show at the same time. I have no idea. Um, but I, uh, actually, we're going to be talking a CanCon recap and uh, and uh, and a little bit about blue, blue collar gaming is what we're calling it. So so that'll be cool. Um, and then the, the gentleman who ran the LVO stream. Um, I'm going to have him on to talk about LVO, um, a little bit. And, uh, we, I, I used to do shout casting and streaming and stuff. So I just want to kind of do a point counterpoint type show, talk about how that's different from my experience, uh, how it's the same. Um, but then, uh, you know what, as far as I'm concerned, uh, February can be elf brewery and, uh, you can come back on a couple episodes. <laughs> okay. When you groan, we can work on the name. Maybe. When you, when you, when you groan, it's the proper pun. Like the, 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 like the best reaction to a pun should just be like, mm. like you just not sure if want, um, I give you two Bryce. I give you two hours of playing and slaying elf talk. <laughs> we'll take over from Josh and Troy. Elf cast. Yeah, we'll have an elf cast. Yeah, so come back on. We'll talk about it. I want, I, I want, like, what I did with Ossiaric Bone Reapers, I'm seeing with you. And I would love, because my first, like, three rant casts, I think we're just talking about Ossiaric Bone Reapers. And we didn't even have, like, a lick of rules yet. So I'd love to have you on to, to do your yeah. own speculating. We should have done a 15 minute cut in of me watching that video at least on Thursday night. So it what's like. Just on repeat, I was on Discord with Ty, and I we just finished D and D, and I and I was just spamming refresh, like kick clicking back and forth from YouTube to the LVO page, and I just kept clicking and hitting refresh on both pages, and it finally came, and I just screamed, "It's on! I'm going!" And I watched it like 15 times, and I unmuted it and said, "I'm watching it again." Well, like, <laughs> what I what what I want to do is I want to do a um I'm gonna like. I'm going to like clip together a little pre-show clip. I'm going to do the pre-show clip of you when you're not happy about cities of Sigmar. There you go. When I'm like, <laughs> I'm like completely caught off guard and it's just like five excruciating seconds of like, of radio silence where I, my brain is recalculating <laughs> how to like do the episode from that moment on. I'm just like, okay. Cause like, you know, if you're coming in high, I come in low. If you're coming in low, I got to come in high. I was really expecting me to be the low man and you to be the high man and Christian. And I'm just like two guys are just like, just like, just like, no, we're not having any of this. It's called the alpha. episode, and I'm just like, we're not, mm -mm. I'm like, okay, recalculating, recalibrating. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to clip that together and just like put in the cricket noise and then cut into you watching the video. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then we'll talk about elves. <laughs> 
That sounds great. And by the way, uh, I'm terrible at production values, so I want you all to just imagine that's what we do in the future <laughs> at, of Radcast when I have Bryce back on in, in, in a, hopefully only a few short weeks to talk about some some pointy elves. Yeah, and I just can committed I... it's painting 2,000 points in two weeks, so it probably won't be till after that. But... Yeah, we'll do that after that. And uh, can I just say, I love the uh, viral ad campaign. The pointy elves thing is just like the fucking... Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> like... Like, I, I just, oh my god, it, I just flipped my shit. When they did the pointy elves, I was just like, with the southern <laughs> accent, I'm like, you could, you went through, somebody on their ad ad team went through all the, like, the fake accent hire a voice actor to do it, like, just like a Rolodex. And they're like, yeah. well, Russian, no, like, uh, like, southern bell, we could have it, no, 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 it's gotta be like a cowboy. Yeah, like a cowboy should be the one delivering the pointy elves thing. Like, it's just, huh? Like, it works. Whatever it is, it's genius. Like, just awesome. So great. So great. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to 31, Rantcast 31. I'll be back in just a couple days with with the Rantcast Roundtable. We're going to be talking a lot about, like, lore and putting your lore uh, into your army.